previously on Live from the Barrage. Oh my God, is it cold in here? I fucked the whole show up already. Dave is not even here. I think he's lying. Colette had somebody over. Are you soliciting money? I don't picture Dave as a manicured type of guy. At the end of my rope. And uh, I ended up pulling him off with one of the female dolphins. Oh my God. Any other animals in your repertoire? I'm just talking about dolphins tonight. You guys don't have that problem, do you? Started getting intimate by rubbing yourself against me. He was ready to ram me. There he goes. Talk, you play some music? No one needs another mulatto girl. With the right glove, I would jerk you off. What's up? It's Woody. Hey. I think you guys need some help tonight. I'm not used to such F-rated material from this program. Who's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No! Jabbar dick. Who's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No! Ignoring our families, let's not uh, cry about it. Oh, son of a bitch. What kind of jeopardy is this? Sticky fingers. You just blew my mind, man. He's a yeah. Greek bastard. <laughs> Suck this hand, hog hands. I'll buy you a fucking punch your stomach and watch your burrito fly out my own face, and then I'll kick your fucking head in. And then I'm gonna play some bass licks on your grave. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in Garage. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to Life in Garage. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite show? radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet. It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the garage. I saw The Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Peter? John Hulan, fuck you. Thanks, Dave. I'm glad to be back to say that personally. <laughs> How are you? Uh, feeling a little worse for wear. You know, like when a when a athlete comes back before they're completely ready and they're still like kind of running down to first with a limp. Right. <laughs> I'm like the fat, unhealthy version of that. <laughs> You're not fat. Uh, <laughs> I feel like when, when you're close to you know like when when you when you lose a whole bunch of weight and then you're like I'm gonna throw on my fat clothes and then like your your new skinny clothes don't fit you anymore it doesn't matter how much you've actually gained you feel fucking disgusting you're like oh my god like I popped a button today at work and like you know like <laughs> I have to wear my fat suit which is the one from Men's Warehouse not the nice ones I have you know like it's I, it's it's uh, I popped pants buttons at work it's really embarrassing and sometimes I see buttons like on the floor of the locker room and I'm like. Ah, somebody popped a button. <laughs> bastards. I'm always afraid I'm going to rip the seat of my pants and then have nowhere to go to, to you know, like take care of it. I'm going to have to pay for a cab to get home. Oh, I'm I like, always carry an extra pair of pants. Do you really? Yeah. A friend no. of mine, his wife has two full separate wardrobes for him, one for when he's smoking and one for when he quits smoking. So he has his fat clothes and his skinny clothes. And they're like completely categorized. Oh, I thought you meant because of the smoke smell, like on the clothes. No, 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 for his weight fluctuations. <laughs> well, I think that's what I'm going through right now. I, uh, I finally joined a gym. I'm going to go buy a bicycle. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Like, like one that moves, not one of those stationary. Not a stationary ones. one. No, yeah. no. I'm actually going to go places with it. I was, <laughs> still not smoking, right? Smoking not smoking, stuff. no. Me too. Good for you. I've Congratulations. Gone, you too? Two and a half months. Really? Yeah. You're kidding. And you really puffed Cold up. Cold turkey. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't smoke in uh, Pennsylvania? Not once. No. And I was considering it too. Wow. I, oh, that whole entire week, I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to fucking make it this weekend. And once I got up there, I, I was kind of feeling under the weather. I never did it. So. Good for you. I, I mean, did smoke getting a sick helped. I did smoke a cigar. I don't know. I think that's separate. I was keeping that. That's fine. Yeah. Doesn't count. <laughs> it was at a work event, and uh, I got to hang out with a uh, got to hang out with a uh, former mayor, Rudolph Giuliani. Oh, really? He's well, bigger than I remember. I, I met him once. He's a big dude. Yeah, he was. I mean, I couldn't get that close to him. I did. I did shake his hand briefly and call him America's mayor, which only I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> hey, Giuliani! <laughs> what you doing, all the homeless people, Giuliani? <laughs> They're gone. I got my can't sell sketches on the stumps, Giuliani. <laughs> Thanks right. for the ticket for jaywalking, Giuliani. <laughs> Screw you. You have a, You got a ticket for jaywalking? Yeah, he used to. Do, he did a thing called yeah. quality of life. Shut I know. That's what they why are. he started putting those fences in Times Square, like on the street, so people wouldn't cross the street. He put like these wrought iron fences. Really yeah, fucking I, weird. I got a ticket for jaywalking that I didn't pay. That uh, <laughs> that I got when I was. I thought this was like the tales of yesteryear jaywalking tickets, like. <laughs> No, Some was... Waltons type shit. You also got a ticket for doing the Charleston. <laughs> wow. Dancing without a permit. <laughs> Those were actual tickets. Yeah, no, we'll giving out tickets all day. Don't Island, cross the streets illegally. All the paperwork is in order. And John Holahan's getting in on the act. That's right. There'll be no crossing the streets. Civil disobedience. <laughs> you know, you'd think it would be easy to find player piano music on YouTube. It's not. It's how, a little harder than it. How easy is it to find player pianos on eBay, though? Because uh, that, that would be something awesome to have in the I would love to have a player piano in here, like an old-style saloon, but then I, uh, you know, and I can uh, grow I'd have up. to shoot one of you each time. Like, <laughs> we'd, have to, like we'd have to get in some kind of gunfight. Right. We could, all, we could act out Deadwood, but I, I get to be Al Swearingen. Pianos are like a fucking endangered species now. People just take them to destroy them. Oh, like what do you mean? Behind every, if what is this, you, a Wendy O. Williams video? What kind <laughs> no, of world do you live in? Is it a Wiley Dude, Coyote if, cartoon? If you, if you go on Craigslist, fucking pianos are just free. Those Acme pianos. Those Acme pianos are falling from the sky. Them. They just destroy them. They're bulky. People don't want to move them. Mm -hmm. Come pick this thing up. Get it out of my house. Uh, I have a piano, but it's all fucked up. It's broken. Came with the house. See? Nobody wanted to move it. So mm -hmm. there it is. There you it's go. What the fuck it. is that noise? That's you smoking your... Uh... That? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you a sleeve stack. <laughs> the hell is this? I'll, I'll stay off mic with it. Sorry. <laughs> it looks like a tiny French press like fucked a dildo and it made this thing that he keeps sticking in his mouth. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a digital display. It's got buttrons on it. It's, it's got an ohm meter. <laughs> It starts beeping if someone's going to kick his ass for uh, smoking it within a within a fifty foot radius. Warning! 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 Well, ruffians ahead. We're back live from the barrage, and everyone's back. And uh, our special guest today at nine o'clock should be coming in. If he doesn't, he's will be persona non grata forever. I'll tell you that right now. He's Carmine, a uh, filmmaker, actor, director. Carmine Famiglietti. I thought you were going to say Carmine the Big Ragu. I have a lot of questions to him about the industry and how he gets screwed. Because he got screwed over like a million times. So I want to ask him about that. It's an interesting story. Hollywood accounting. They had this thing called... Uh, well, we'll ask him when he comes on. But they had this thing called the How You Doing Boys, which was like... Do you remember that? When they had like a Yankee song? Oh, sure. And it was like this 
dumb Guido song, like, how, how you doing? And they named all the Yankees players in the song. They're like, Cheater, Brocious, O'Neal, how you doing? And all that crap. So, and it took off in Staten Island. Like it went a crazy. Fucking rocket. Like on KTU. and There's uh, enough people in Staten Island. It was a hit. It went to the top off. of the charts with a bullet on the Staten yeah. Island charts. Yeah, I want to ask him because they were very nice. official theme song of the ferry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually stopped. They timed it so when you pass the Statue of Liberty, you actually, they like, they call it out. It's awesome. It's the bridge. <laughs> the song is 15 minutes long and it and smells Paul like fucking Paul O'Neill comes dirt. out and gives out autographs. It's great. He charges for autographs. <laughs> Getting hot on Paul O'Neill's cock. Didn't they also make a Mets one? Well, they're they're both Mets fans, and they made this Yankee song. So I was I want to ask him how it came out that they were Mets fans, and they got you know like outed that they were frauds. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big scandal. It's going to be some interview. We'll ask him, yeah, well, well, that's just one facet of the interview. Oh, this is going to be huge. He's got, uh, he's got the inside scoop on who on the Yankees were the two biggest dicks, too. So we'll ask him about that. Have or were? Uh, were. This is back in 96, probably, right? I'm going to go with Brocious. 98. Yeah, no, it was, uh, Chuck Knobloch. Like it, was 90, it was like 98 or 99 or something like that. Right. Well, right. see, Knobloch's got a bad rep because he, uh, that guy that was walking around, going around bars pretending to be him. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Did you man. read about that? No, it was awesome. Like, there was this, this dude that looked nothing like Chuck Knobloch. I don't know why you'd pick him. Like, he didn't look like him, and why would you pick him as someone to impersonate? Maybe it's a recognizable name, and if you tell enough women that you're Chuck, Chuck Knobloch, yeah. maybe. I they know th- you're not Derek Jeter. Well, you're not going to get to second base with him. I, oh. I, I he couldn't to, throw to second. It was like a mental block. It's crazy. I used to tell chicks that I was James Ehoff and Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> You're not even Asian. I know. Wait, it would fall for that? Oh, How you doing? James Ehoff and Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> James Ehoff. Anyway. So Carmine's coming in. Carmine's coming in, and uh, that's it. That's the whole show. No one's fucking. So long. No one's so talking about animal si- fucking. Good night, everybody. We're just gonna sit here quiet until he shows up. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Listen to some ragtime. Stick around for Joe up, Franklin. How do you follow up last week's interview? <laughs> I don't know. It was hard. We couldn't even after uh, we interviewed uh, Malcolm Brenner, um, author of Wet Goddess, author of Wet Goddess, uh, early in the show, and it was it was tough to go on with the show after that. I think we did an okay job though. Yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the biggest anchor that we ever had on the show since uh, Johan Santana's no hitter. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. See, I, I'm I'm so sad I missed that because that that's that's where I feel I shine. <laughs> I really do feel like that would have been. Yeah, uh, that would have been your shining moment. But you know, work comes first, Dave. No one's blaming you or saying that you're a liar. <laughs> Do you want to? What see- do you say there, bottle nose? <laughs> I heard, I heard the previously on, and apparently someone did say I was a liar. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Oh, it makes me sad. Uh, Dave's a little under the weather. We uh, mentioned that, and I showed not up anyway. Too good, but he showed up anyway as a trooper. Yeah. <clears throat> But you know that's the three strikes you're out. So things you, know. you do, as a as a ten cc said, the things you do for love. There were a couple. Oh, by the way, I wanted to bring up Pennsylvania to you, to you, Ryan, because Ryan and I went on a uh, romantic trip to Pennsylvania mm-hmm. two weeks Mount, ago. Mount Airy Lodge. Yeah, Mount Did you really <laughs> we were in the champagne glass hot tub. I've yeah. always wanted to go there. Like that that oh. commercial freaked me out because there was like this young dude with like this fifty year old woman, and he, he was like always helping her out of the hot tub, and that it was it was always the, really fucking creepy. The blonde yeah, chick. Yeah. yeah, they shut that place down, but they. They, they liquidated everything. So, like, you could go up there and buy the fucking jizz-covered champagne glasses oh, and heart-shaped fucking tubs and shit. Ugh. Like, ugh. Put it in my backyard. The amount of fucking... Put it in a black light gross. room and just let yeah. it glow like the fucking sun. <laughs> full, of, full of fucking cross-eyed DNA. Well, Frank, it looks like uh, someone jizzed on this fireplace. <laughs>
So what were you thinking about with Pennsylvania? Should have bring a brack. I wasn't. Card. I just wanted to brag that I won the wiffle ball championship. That's, well, I didn't play this wiffle year. ball. That's right. I did the shotgun shooting. There were like forty people. I made it to fourth place. I did awesome. Forty people, like some of them, obviously you didn't know these. People. These were like townsfolk. Yeah, there are some ringers in there. And, some uh, yeah, townsfolk. He taught them how to play, and then he schooled them. <laughs> we also didn't mention that you, uh, me, you, and Mario were uh, naked in a steamy room together for twenty minutes. That's right. right but let's not overshadow my wiffle ball championship. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's. I say we go back to what Ryan. Oh, just that's that's up. a highlight of your. Uh, well, first I want to know is well, yeah, we were naked in the room together. Towel? Ryan doesn't like to get naked. Towel, uh, towel or no towel. Yeah, right. yeah, of course yeah, a towel. We're not like towel. Oh, it's not right. naked then. There's no one like yeah. hanging brain or anything. Yeah, if, like yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. If you're showing off your stuff, that's... no, I'm out with that. Yeah, I'm not down. I'm with not that. down. With it. But yeah, you, ha- you know, we weren't wearing bathing suits or anything. I used to go to the gym with a bunch of dudes I worked with. I'd see like my boss like stripped by naked. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? First of all, I can't take you seriously anymore. Second of all, put some fucking clothes on, dude. <laughs> that ruined exercise for you altogether. Hey, right? It wasn't going well anyway. <laughs> 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 That didn't help. Forget it. This right, is no like, good. Yeah, I don't like this. I, I like, knew why I didn't like this. I, I'll tell you some other time. <laughs> Now's the perfect time. Exactly. No, I, well, like, the feeling is just right. <laughs> so I had to take my my sister brought her, um, and I want to get back to your uh, naked no, I'm, in the room. I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my sister is in town. She's staying with me and Jess and uh, she brought her two, ne- uh, her two sons, my nephews, and uh, we went to the Museum of the Moving Image today. Oh, I love that place. Um, and uh, I'm also like doubled over in pain and like not, you know, into it, whatever. But I was wondering, it would be kind of awesome if like one of you guys that knows all of this stuff could just fucking lock the door and just start working out of there. Like, like if someone else is waiting for the next booth because they have all those things. Is it, does it have the real equipment that you would need to use? No, it's uh the the Pro Tools system they have in there is really like it's like Pro Tools four or something like that. They're up to ten right now. That's like, great. I could do that. But my uh, the guy that founded my company that I used to work for Sound One, the Foley artist that from back in the day, his that's his video that's uh, that they play over. The Foley room's always closed. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it was closed. The ADR, the one time room, I went the ADR there. room is always packed, and there's like a line to get into the ADR room. Right. But the Foley room is always like it's a staff only, and they have it like blacked out or whatever. Hmm, that's interesting that they do that. They have a whole recording studio there, right? Uh, I never seen it. It's but it's been like five years since. We should I've take been a there. trip. Keith Richards yeah. recorded "Made a Fender" there. No kidding. His second solo record. Steve oh, Jordan. So. Yeah. Nice. There's supposed to be a total fucking nightmare. They said every day they'd come in and there'd be furniture missing from all the other rooms. They just like jack a couch. <laughs> nice. From like one side, I'm like, we need a couch. Go around the building and see if we can find a couch. It was funny when I was uh, I took a tour of uh, City Field when it first opened and they, were, they had a Mets pool table in there. Big pool table with the Mets logo in the middle of it, and the guy said it was the Rolling Stones pool table when they played at Shea Stadium for the Steel Wheels tour. They just like get us. We want a pool table, and they just, then they just left it there after they after they left. And they're like, all right, yeah, we got a pool table out. That's fucking awesome. That's How, fuck you yeah, money right there. That's yeah. fuck you money is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That doesn't even come out of their pocket. I bet. No, it's probably, probably. I bet you. Rider, I bet the promoter. Yeah. The promoter probably paid for that. I bet you the promoter just said, "Fuck it, let's just get him a two thousand. Oh, yeah. You know, when da- Dave and I played Don Pedro's, we asked for a pool table every yeah. time. And uh, but Ron else? Wood, ironically <laughs> enough, Ron Wood always comes and takes it afterwards. We're like, what? You, think, <laughs> you have your own sitting at fucking City Field. What Ron, are you doing? Ron Wood comes in with a hand truck. Ron Wood comes in a hand. Comes in with a hand truck, tailing Tommy. He's like, "Hey, Tommy, where, where would you like this pool table? Give me the Tommy. Give us a lift with something." 
I you had, have a van? <laughs> I had a dream with Tommy Rockstar in it where he took me backstage to watch uh, Guns N' Roses, and I could see them. It, I, I, <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> and he's trying to introduce me to all these people, but no one knows who he is. <laughs> so, so he's like, oh, man, yo, 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 this is my friend Dave. And they're like, who are you? <laughs> like, And they were just like... He was getting dissed left and right, and he said he'd be right back, and then he just walked away, and he left me there, and I was sitting in one of those like elementary school desks with the with the uh, chair attached to the desk, but it's only like a half desk. Right. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching from like the side of the stage towards the back, watching the rest of this Guns N' Roses show. And apparently they've been playing for like six hours, right. and <laughs> everyone's left. Really? But they're just like, they're still playing. And I'm like calling out songs and whatever. And I had a really good dream time with Axel. Like me and him hung out. And I really think I, I have a new understanding for what uh, what Tommy's done. Wow. If they played for six hours and showed up on time, that was definitely a dream. <laughs> <laughs> they do clock in like over three hours though. but And also three hours late. This is six hours of Axel Rose yelling, give us some reggae. <laughs> Has anybody done a 10-hour mix of that yet? <laughs> I'm working on it. I love those YouTube 10-hour mixes. It's like a John Cage song gone horribly <laughs> wrong. Like, <laughs> it'll be performed. Someone will play this once every 10 years at like a venue for the next thousand years. Reese <laughs> Chad. The, the Stones brought a pool table. These guys brought a Hammond B3. <laughs> Just for this. You know, I've seen, you ever seen bands before where you're like, they bring in yes. some weird instrument and you're like, I wonder when they're going to use that. And then they use it for like half a song and you're like, you carry that on tour. Right. You're an asshole. Yeah, you, you broke my tool. sitar. <laughs> I hate that sitar. useless thing. But I've actually seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of horrible bands where they have that one instrument, the strain, like the lap steel sitting in the back. Right. And you're like, this set's not almost over until they use it. And like you're like wait, trying to will them to use it, like pick up the lap steel. Please do That's got to right. be your finale. Please just pick it up and play it and then get off stage. It's like that Simpsons episode where all the uh, Asian gang members are fighting and Homer's like, I oh, can't wait for the little guy to do something. I know he's going to do something cool. Come on. He's just The little guy's just standing just there standing waiting there. while everyone's fighting. <laughs> I remember seeing a band with a fucking didgeridoo once. Uh, guy sat down oh, exactly exactly and fucking was it at and, SUNY Purchase urban beats yeah. I, I had a guy start playing a fucking didgeridoo in the post office not too long ago he oh there was, was a fucking guy who used to play in the post office subway. yeah he, he, oh. and he was going she was trying to ship it out so he's like there measuring it and, he's, and he just looks up at me he's like it's a didgeridoo, and he's like, wah, 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 wah. I'm You're like, right. what the hell, He was man? trying to prove it wasn't filled with, like, cocaine or something. <laughs> yeah. Which it probably was. It probably was. Right. Yeah. There was What's... a guy I used to play one at the 52nd Street Station, <laughs> and I used to want to fucking throttle him. Like, it's not bad enough. You've just been busting your ass all day, and I got to listen to What's worse, didgeridoos or drum circles? Oh, drum circles. No, if they're in time, they can at least be, you can walk away to it. You know, like, to a cool beat. Didgeridoo just sucks. Uh, I'm going with didgeridoo, I guess. Can you bring a didgeridoo to a drum circle? I suppose they'll let you do it. Right? All the, you might get some, uh, you know, some mean glances, but uh, they'll eventually invite you in. <laughs> <laughs> they won't actually say anything. No, nobody's man enough They're to say anything. They're never in confrontation. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do get it. out of here with that didgeridoo. Somebody. <laughs> and everybody's sucking sand? It's not even... Not an Arabic instrument. That has nothing to do with no, it. No, it doesn't. Uh, is it Australian? <laughs> I think it's Aborigines. I think it is Aborigines, yeah. Yeah. 
Do Eskimos have any musical instruments that are like <laughs> native to them? Because I like, I mean, like every culture seems to have like their own instrument. They like, play like a seal's anus or they, something. They, they yeah, play, they, do you think they do they, like some kind of triangle? They play like whale's teeth, like a like fucking like, <laughs> like xylophone. <laughs> Oh, Mike's like, oh, knowledge of other yeah. cultures comes from Looney Tunes. According to the cartoons <laughs> I've watched. Listen, penguins get hungry and they like bother lumberjacks for pancakes. Everything. Come on. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Castaways turn into oh hot dogs. Oh, that's that's quick. That's the quickness. I think I just want to be the sound effects guy for this show. Do you guys mind if someone else can host it and I'll just sit like in the back with the headphones on? I won't say a word. Okay. <laughs> Anyone want to you, step you up to the on, plate here? You got to be on spot. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all when I want to do. When we call it out, you got sh- to be right there. <laughs> if that's your job. <laughs> Give us a little Roger Daltrey. Go. Oh. You're good, kid. You're I'm good. Good. Nice. good. You got the goods. Going places. <laughs> Got that hot spot. As we mentioned, uh, Carmine Famiglietti coming in a little later. You can call in seven one eight. Is that how you say it? No, it's Famiglietti. Okay. Is it Famiglietti? Yeah. I thought it was Famiglietti. No, that's that's if uh, it's in a commercial for a jar sauce. I oh, think. I had no idea. I'm pronouncing our guest's name wrong the entire time. <laughs> Hold on, hairdo. Why don't you correct me? Hairdo phone number. That's all right. No, no, come on, come on. I didn't mean seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Not you. Not you. Mike no, and you. Yonkers, what's up, Mike? Tell us what's going on out in the streets. Yeah, because we got nothing. Uh, I'm going to start recycling bits I've heard on NPR. Do you guys like 10 years after? (laughs) Alvin Lee, we forgot to talk about it. He he died. There's a guy here who plays poker, and every song that he wants to, he's like, dude, put on 10 years after, cuz. Put on 10 years after. Everything. Like, no matter what, it comes down to 10 years after. I've never heard that band. I've never heard anybody talk about 10 years after. No, well, there was what was that one song, song that was a hit? I'd like to turn the world, but I don't know what to do. What? Boom, boom, boom. You're no. making that up. Yeah. Change the world. That's the big hit. Leave it up to. Flip, flop, flip, flip, flop, flip, flip. Is that acapella? Yeah. Because that would be kind of awesome. And then Alvin Lee's like, he's dead. That's our uh, rip. Rest in peace, Alvin Lee. It's a little tribute. And uh, what about the? Uh, they had a couple more jams. They had some good groovy jams, jam tapes. Yeah, they were more known as a jam band. Yeah, there, there you go, go Mike. Mm-hmm. That's it. You never heard? You know this? this song from classic rock radio, man. I don't think I've ever heard the song. Wow. Wow, you he never uh, listen to a lot of cla- you listen to a lot of classic you know, I, rock I, radio, Dave. I have, I do, I do. Yeah. I'd like to when say something. Up, I'd like to say something. That I, it, bo- your uh, interpretation of it did not sound like an acoustic guitar to me. Well, you got to wait till later when it gets rocking. Right, yeah, go go halfway you through. You started with the acoustic guitar, and I would not have thought it was acoustic guitar. I thought it was like some crazy wild like <laughs> keyboard. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I don't know. It did not sound like an acoustic. Guitar. He takes umbrage with your mouth guitar, <laughs> dude. I don't have a good acoustic guitar impression. This is you need awesome. a new patch. It sounds like Seven Mary Three. Oh, but you know what? It's it's Seven Marys plus three. It's ten years after. Get to the rock and <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta like uh, fast forward like almost to the whole end, and then get really rocking. Oh, I can go as far as YouTube will let me. Oh, it got soft again. Oh, wait, wait, there's there's getting... Alvin Lee jamming away. Ah, oh, fuck him. Oh, it's about to get rocking. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, rock, rock. I wonder how many people got their first hummers to the song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what ten years thought. after, cuz. Put on ten years after. I'm like, I don't have any ten years after, Rudy. Just play cards and be quiet. And last week I canceled the, the poker game because I figured we were going to have a full plate and Dave was going to be here and stuff. But uh, That would have been awesome because I hate the poker game. I know, but uh, I did it for you and now there's a poker game this week. Cause I oh, can't. So, so Mary's going to show up in 10 minutes and be like... He knows Turn the off the mics! <laughs> he told me. He's like, uh, he knows. He's like, I'm just going to show up. I know you have a guest. You have, uh, you have all this crap going on. If there's no open mic, just say hello to me and I'll sit and listen. He doesn't sit and listen, though. He yells things from the back. I know. But what are you going to do? Guess who's back and got the fresh rap like Dragon Style? I'm going to set you all back. <laughs> what do you have playing in the background? I guess that's uh, the saber dance. <laughs> nice. I want to ask the chat box, are you entertained by Mario? Just say yes or no. <laughs> nothing nothing clever, just simple yes or no. Is, is Mario someone that entertains you? I had a good Mario thing. I can't find it now. Well, on the delay, we'll find out. In a Shut minute. up when I'm talking, because I'm not through. <laughs> <laughs> you, what was it? You can't. You can't prosecute me my inner thoughts. You, can, or you can't prosecute crimes of thought. Crimes of thought. He <laughs> went through his puberty there. <laughs> People like Mario. They're saying uh, yes, yes, with capitals. Limited Mario is entertaining. Marty points an arrow towards that. So. There you go. I'm entertained by Mario in small doses. <laughs> Which one is Mario? <laughs> Mario. He's um, Mario comes in late, and uh, sometimes we uh, play Take 5 with Mario, where he tells us his uh, view of the world. He's got an interesting view. He's also, like, 51. Mario Sorrow! I don't... You know, <laughs> he's telling me that... Uh, his students Googled him, and oh the fucking picture of him, the cartoon that uh, Kazowak made, came up. Wow. And it's because he had it as his Facebook cover photo, but it had all the information about the radio show on there. Oh, oh shit. Oh. We got a whole new fan base. Oh, kids. And he's like, why is it coming up on Google? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, kids, all. call in 718 We will buy you beer. Don't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, definitely. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what, what grade does he teach? Uh, I think like fifth or sixth. That's oh, great. Shit. I like that. <laughs> my, that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hairdo. Hairdo, 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 hairdo wants a comedy sh- wheelhouse. Yeah. Mr. Asaro, Mr. Uh, I have a question. Shut up when I'm talking because I'm not through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh poor Mario. I don't know what to tell him. Listen, you came on the radio. This is what it is. All bets are off. All bets are off. I might get fired any day. You are a celebrity Kudos now. to you, gentlemen of the barrage. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing we use our, the rest of us use those fake names. Yeah. Right, that's right. Who are you, Dave? Again, you're like Doctor Wiener Face, and I was Ryan's like. No, uh, Dave Harrison is my fake name. Oh, I never knew that. That guy, that guy that plays in, in all those bands. <laughs> I, I hate having to play his band and pretend that I'm part of it, and like find out when they're they're playing shows. Shit, shit. finger. We got them all. Pseudonyms. <laughs> my, my real name is Lemon Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon Mine is Cookie. Dean Rispler. Yeah, Dean Rispler is a producer extraordinaire. I got into it with him the other day. He got all pissed off at me. When I what? said that they're, I didn't believe in producers. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess you don't, you don't need anybody telling you anything. You're so smart, or something like that. I'm like, calm down, Dean. 
Taking risk blurs. Yes, while you're being indignant. See, right. I know that word. I can produce myself. And I wasn't mean in my post or anything. I just stated my opinion politely. See, I was almost, on, on a similar note, I was almost ready to forgive Gallagher for being all pissed off at him. <laughs> and then he posts this thing about how great the Messeron album is, but then, like, he, he can't even keep it as, like, a nice thing to say. He has to be like, I'm talking about the production. It has nothing to do with the band. Oh, he wrote that? Yeah. Oh, I thought someone else wrote that. No. Uh, that's kind of shitty. That's why I, I, did you see what I wrote? What? <laughs> I wrote that I heard Dean Risplers played uh, every instrument and wrote all the songs on this album. It's true. We're like the mass marauders of, uh... <laughs> See, I see. Facebook's weird. Uh, this is why I don't really want to get involved with posting too often. Uh, is because, like, just like this, you don't know if somebody's playing around or not. You don't know the level of their joking. It's you. hard. To, it doesn't come across in text. That it, it depends on the way you interpret it. Right. Give you a perfect example. Today, I woke up and uh, Gallagher had started a group. Yeah. See this. I called, knew about this. But it, I want to bring called it John Houlihan needs to take it down a notch. <laughs> 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 Which, admittedly, is fucking funny. I'll, I'll give him that. That's, yeah, that's, and that's but right. it was a closed group, so he couldn't. Even, and I got like kind of pissed at him, and I was like, "You," I, and it's a closed group, so it's just me and him talking on this group, and Timmy Feely, who for some reason he invited just Timmy Feely. <laughs> and then he. When's our draft, by the way? Yeah, so I got uh, Wednesday night. Really pissed off, and uh, I was like fighting with him. I was like, "You want to go to war? Let's go to war!" And then, you know, I had to apologize and be like, "I'm sorry, I was funny." Is that I, a Pacino line? Took it up <laughs> he took it up a notch. I took it up a notch. But uh, he's right. It was a, a funny thing to say. I need to take it down a notch. It's funny when it's like you're, you're talking and someone's like, "Hey, hey." Take it down and take, take it down. It's so emasculating to be like that when someone yells, like when you're like, no, but I'm making a fucking point. It doesn't matter if your point is valid at all. <laughs> By saying that to someone, you're just dismissing everything that's coming out of their mouth. <laughs> right. You've been completely invalidated. It is. Yeah. yeah. I love the invalidation factor. <laughs> Validation factor is my favorite reality show. Yeah. No one cares what you're talking about. <laughs> take it down a notch. Exactly. Invalidation <laughs> factor. No, I, Joe yeah. Rogan just tells people to fucking cool it. You can like, add Neil a chief in there Tyson if you comes want. on and he's like, Slow your roll. Yeah. Take it down a notch, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> so cold. Is that Calm the guy down. that said that Pluto doesn't exist? What? I'm pretty sure he knows Pluto exists. Pluto exists? No, it's like not a planet anymore. No, it's not a planet anymore, yeah. yeah. Is he the it one doesn't qualify. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know who... Is he an astronomer? Yes. yes. Okay, then yeah, that's probably where he came from. He's a brilliant genius. He wrote a book about, he wrote a book about Pluto not being a planet. Everyone got all pissed off. Hey, Stephen Hawking. Take it down a notch. Hey, take it down a notch there, Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Rosie the fucking right. robot. Are we going to live on Pluto? Is it that important? Take it down a notch. Just reanimate Einstein just to be like, shut the fuck up, Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a great kids in the hall bit where uh, uh, um, he's sitting on the porch painting a house. Uh, what's his name? Dave Foley. Uh -huh. And you don't see the other guy. And he's painting this house. And, the, and you hear Kevin McDonald's like, so what are you painting a house? He's like, yeah, how'd you figure that out, Einstein? Wait, was it the paintbrush there, Einstein? And then they pan away, and Kevin McDonald is completely dressed as Einstein with the wig and everything. Really good. Oh, I missed that show. Yeah, Since I, I was just thinking about that today, too. Really? 30 Helens agree. <laughs> to disagree. I think everyone has, like, one of the... I mean, like, mine was always the um, girl drink drunk, because we had a friend yeah. that was oh, like that. So that was, like, hiding in his in the closet, drinking, like, the pina coladas with the silly straws and he's the He's got umbrellas. the mixers in there and the <laughs> blenders. And he's uh, making them. He's putting cherries in the martinis. What happened to whitest kids you know? I didn't think that was that funny. It was not funny. It nah. was. It was. They yeah, no, it got really hyped up to me, and then when I actually watched it, I wasn't that crazy about it. It, was on, it was on IFC for a while, I yeah, think, Yeah, their, right? their unedited yeah. stuff on the internet was way funnier. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Mm. I but, saw a couple of funny bits. But on they just, the, like, disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm. 
Right. I saw the one sketch where the guy coming uh, on the show next week did the super size me bit, but uh, <laughs> last instead of super size me with whiskey, with whiskey right? Yeah. yeah. If you're washed up, uh, come on live from the barrage. We'll interview you. Or if everyone else has already interviewed them years Adrian's ago. Adrian's med were looking right at you. What the fuck happened with that guy? <laughs> I don't know. I wished him a happy birthday uh, yesterday on Twitter, and he was like, thank you very much. Wow. But uh, as live from the barrage. I talked to so many people where they're like, yeah, let me check. And like you, you ask them, and they just stop talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know. I at think least Andy Dick gave us a fucking answer. I think he would call in Adrian's Andy Dick med. Said no. Yeah, didn't sure. he, did, wasn't that you that got Andy? Andy Dick? No, it was Emo Phillips. Oh, okay. I don't want Andy same Dick person. In here. <laughs> I want, I want Andy Dick. I'd love to get that guy on the air. That guy's a loose cannon. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a perfect guy. No, for we'll, us. we'll do the show from your house that week. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> no children. Around. You know who I do think we can get? Um, seems pretty accessible. Is Eugene Robinson of Oxbow? He'd be an interesting cat to talk to. Kooky. And uh, I'd like to have a black person on the show for once. It's been almost a year. <laughs> Mario's something, isn't he? What is well, he? He's Sicilian. It's cool. Oh, yeah. It's it's but like Eugene Robinson's way into the uh, the MMA fighting, and he writes these crazy like fighting articles for Vice and stuff. I'd like to ask him about the. Let's ease that. in with maybe a Latino. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going gonna to start off white? Hey, Jorge Palo calling in maybe next week. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want to take a break? Yeah, sure. I have some music. Do you? Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's do that. Why don't you just randomly sing three songs what, <laughs> instead of playing music? Oh, sola mio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready, go. Right, are you ready now? And now. <laughs> and begin. Ten years after, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's hard when you're fat and alone. And no one's around to know you And you lock up your bike And it falls down When you're fat and alone And you're on a diet for no one And on your birthday Only your mother calls She says, happy, happy Happy birthday, pumpkin I won't talk long I bet there's someone in your bed When you're fat you live alone, but you share a bathroom. You walk through the halls with your toilet paper in your hands. And later on, you phone your friend who lives in Vancouver. And you talk at length about her little kids. And you stop at the shop with wedding dresses staring at you. And you think to yourself, I better take a walk cooking class. sex for a year now I know it's hard when you walk alone I've seen you at the antique flea market life is sad when you wear sweatpants and a raincoat and you walk unescorted and you go into bankers and you buy yourself some corn chips and some salsa And you go home and eat them While you read junk mail And later on, your hand It moves under the covers And after you've come You think about your student alone I know it's hard when you're all alone I know it's hard for you Hey, uh, this song goes out to Dean Rispler. 
producers are huge assholes And let me tell you it's true They'll help you out with all your music Then say it wasn't written by you Your eyes. 
was uh, You Faded by the great Chavez. Uh, before that was Sons of Butcher with Fuck Producers. And uh, before that was uh, Bruce McCullough. Mike, that's off the album Shame Based Man, right? I don't know what the name of that song was, but that's uh, Kids in the Halls, Bruce McCullough on uh, on that song. By the way, if you live in the Oakland area, keep a lookout. Keep a look at, Keep an eye out for uh, Conan's stolen van. Burgundy 2006 Ford Econoline E350, license plate 5UKW702. I'm sure there are no license plates on it anymore. Uh, it took it to the bathroom and changed its sneakers, and it's a uh, overcoat. <laughs> it's never gonna know. So that sucks, Conan. But, you know, I hope you get your fan back. Oh, there thank you. you. Go. Let that out. Yeah, get that out. Also, um, Woody asked me to mention that there's a there's a uh, test pressing of a mighty high record, and uh, what does it mean when there's like closed grooves? Like the record doesn't. It's a end? locked groove. It means locked? it never ends. It just flips. It, it keeps hitting the same phrase or whatever over and over again. At the it can has to be really end, short though. At yeah. the end of the record, you can do a lock loop. It trips right back like the Beatles it. album. Oh, the yeah. Trans Am record. Number nine, number nine. Seven did number it a couple of seven inches. Oh yeah, so, yeah. At the end, like the loop just they turn the cutter head so the loop kicks back into itself. Right. And makes a full circle. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because it's uh, on eBay now and it's the Mighty High uh, disc. I guess you could search Mighty High on eBay and it's uh, for it's charity for Sloan Kettering. Ripple Music is selling it. Is the uh, is the thing? It's too rich for my blood. I actually I put in a bid, but it's I think it's it's up to like seventy four or something. Last time I checked. Okay, oh, wow. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So uh, go donate to that. Uh, bid on that, and you'll be doing a good thing for Sloan Kettering Hospital here in New York, which is a cancer hospital. Obviously, if you don't know, yeah. And they also have the Sabbath elevator there. You could ride the Sabbath elevator <laughs> <laughs> and rock out. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what else. Well, I guess uh, while we are on. Good causes, not to not to piggyback too much on uh, on go for the it. High one. Um, I don't know if anyone knows uh, T Model Ford. I think we played a couple of his songs. I uh, yeah, I've seen spent him play. some time with him. I stayed at his house down in Mississippi a few years ago. Um, really sick. Uh, his house just got condemned. His family needs money. Oh man, there's a thing on Indiegogo.com right. that is a uh, benefit for him. It's actually really cool because if you if you donate. It's it's pretty cheap. If you donate like fifty bucks, you get like a limited edition T shirt, you get a poster, you get like a CD and shit. I think he autographs it if he's able to autograph it. Right. But uh, I think it already met its limit. I think it's kind of like a uh, Kickstarter, but you don't have to meet a certain limit. But I think the limit was set for five thousand. They've already gone over there over that. Oh, but that's good. Keep you know keep donating. I think it's a it's a worthwhile cause, and uh, the guy is absolutely. One of the few genuine bluesmen left. Right. Oh yeah, uh, I saw him play in a in the lobby. He was supposed to play at ATP, and uh, I guess he did play a he concert play. proper. But then he also just like set up in the lobby with a little amp and guitar. And it's amazing to watch somebody like that who I love his, like phrasing and stuff is totally out of whack. Like he just does whatever he wants, kind of in that. It's like it's like the jazz of blues. That's the dumbest thing anyone's ever said. But you know what I'm saying? I know like, what you're there's saying. no, there's no I, like you know. He doesn't uh, uh, subscribe to uh, you know like the one two three four. Of it no, all. it's great, and that's what I think. That's the big difference for when you hear. You can tell almost on record when you hear like a white guy trying to play the blues and yeah. how precise it is, right. and how when you listen to Clapton, genuine blues, it's it's Claptron. The, the timing is all fucked up. You listen to Lightning Hopkins, like I that. Know. Those guitar leads go. The slides are have nothing to do with the song that's being played, but somehow they get back in time, which is really cool. Yeah, like One of the other James things... They start yeah. singing like and and James anywhere that, yeah, they Fred want. McDowell, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but, Mississippi, uh, Fred McDowell yeah. is a fucking badass. But it's crazy. Like, you listen Conan to Conan actually put like, the link up there for the Indiegogo thing you, on the chat box if you awesome. want to check that out. Thanks, Conan. But, um, you know, the cool thing is, is uh, 
talking to these guys, like they'll be playing like Catfish Blues, which was made famous by Muddy Waters, um, but existed well before that. And you'll be like, oh, you know, that's a great song. Like, you know, and they'll be like, thank you, I wrote it. And it's like, you didn't write that song. But there's like, there's no such thing as copyright in the blues, which is really right. cool. They don't have the Anyone plays it. He has a song, like, he has a song on, on uh, one of his albums, Bad Man, that is just a note for note ripoff of uh, I Ask for Water, which is a Howlin' Wolf song. And it is. He just does the part where it's I eats more chicken than you, anyone's ever seen, uh, which it's obviously like he listened to it a few times, knew like two couplets and just wrote a song around it. And I now think that's you, awesome. Do you think that's why the Stones did that on Exile? Like when they ripped off the Robert Johnson songs, like not they just when they did they covered the them the, and, you know. and Zeppelin. But uh, is that part of the thing? They're like, oh, well, blues men do it to each other. Why can't we jump in on that and say that it's Jagger Richards, even though it's it's not even like it's not even like they kind of ripped off a riff. They uh-huh. covered the song on the on the album, you know. Well, one of the really interesting things is, uh, you know, like I, I was watching um, "You See Me Laughing," which was the documentary on the bluesmen in Mississippi that uh, that was done from all the Fat Possum people uh-huh. and they were talking about uh junior kimbrough and how he was always so afraid that the fat possum guys were ripping him off and they weren't giving him enough money or whatever mm-hmm. and he took um cedric burnside and i forget maybe gary burnside it, it, i forget who he took on tour with him to europe went through all of europe and paid them five dollars at the end of it Ugh. and like just assumed that they were stealing from him so that was right. all they needed and like it's like <laughs> it's a it, it, it's you know it, it's a culture of like suspicion <laughs> So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, like I well, think I think that includes ripping people off. It's it, it's a dog eat dog kind of thing. Yeah, I love that T Model Ford was the one dude to play that one fucking PV that nobody bought. Yeah, and, <laughs> and totally rock it. Was it's like a, a PV, PV backstage, it's like a Raptor, Raptor, or yeah, yeah. fucking Razor. Or some shit. Yeah. They had that amp. Uh, it's called. It's like a ten watt amp called the PV backstage. And I was just like, the tagline should just be like, you know. When you're not good enough, <laughs> take it backstage. You know? I, I, <laughs> I had a backstage Did 20. Yeah. I think I have a, what do I have? A, I have a little crate uh, B10 over there. Huh. <laughs> no, it's funny because he, like. I'm I, a fan of gorilla amplification. For, that's, for, that's for when you B10. <laughs> <laughs> Worst. Uh, the best is I, it's, it belongs to my friend Scott Rieger. And I was like, can I borrow your uh, 10 watt crate practice amp? And he's like, Please take this and get get it out of my house. <laughs> I, I my crate B eighty was awesome. The thing got me through my first my my first troubled years on the base. There is crates started making like some gigantic fucking amps and cabinets, right? The, yeah. The well, thing I had when I was like twelve was fucking huge, but so I was small. That so PV I cabinet, I, I think Dude, it's probably at Owen's house now because he thinks he owns I, I, it. I, oh, no, you have it? I I acquired it when I picked the it up crate. from. No, I have the uh, no, I have the yeah, gigantic I, heavy PV cabinet. I paid the crate forward. Yeah, the crate kicked. Yeah, definitely. You, you blew the speaker in it. Yes. And then I wound up changing the speaker, and then I gave it to another kid who had just started playing bass when he was like fifteen. That makes me feel better. <laughs> as long as you can give like some thirty-two-year-old guys like, oh, I love crate. When I bar- <laughs> when I borrowed the PV cabinet, yeah, it was in the crate forums and I ran to yeah, like the crate forums. My first guitar was a uh, Wayne's World Two model Squire Strat. <laughs> nice. Not wow. even Wayne's World One. It said like prominently. Honest Wayne's World 2 model. <laughs> See it in theaters. I had no idea that there were these guitars. It, was, it served me well. It's amazing. The uh, When I borrowed Derek's PV cabinet from him, I'm like, are you using it? And he's like, no. And I go over and he was using it as a coffee table. Like it was lit, the speaker was on the on the rug. Yeah. And when we picked it up, it said PV in his rug. Like that's how long it's been sitting there. <laughs> wow. Like I said, I guess I'll take this now. I have it, and it's fu- I, now I, it's That's it's like a cap. piano. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like yeah. I, I'm stuck with it. <laughs> Although I, I gladly took it out of Owens. <laughs> <laughs> 
from Crate's uh, brief foray into player pianos. <laughs> I own the patents on all this blues music. Don't rip me off. I wrote this, buddy. It's all my drawings. It's table. got the worst reverb on it you've ever heard. <laughs> How does it sound? And I'm playing this through a PV. Take a letter. <laughs> Dear Mr. Clapton. What kind of office is this? Don't you have any booze in here? <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, <laughs> donate to, to T-Model Ford. He's a good dude. I feel like watching Topper. Hey, Conan, did you meet him, too? Because Conan wrote good dude. I'm assuming that he, like, knows him or met him or something like that. So All I know is I gave him money because I when I was doing my tour of, of Mississippi, uh, one of the guys I met first gave me his address and said, just stop by. He was like, you know, just so you know, he's going to hit you up for money, but it's not, you know, he's like, he's right. like, as far as causes go, you'll find something, you know, this is, How old is he? he's in his 80s. This right? was years ago. He's 93. 93. Um, wow. wow. But uh, when I got there, his wife actually came out, um, her name's Stella, and she came out and uh, I gave them, I think it was what, like, 50 or 100 bucks now. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, how many of you out there are into older women? <laughs> Get it? Because he's old. Okay. And right. uh, I gave him <laughs> so money and. Older bluesman. <laughs> older bluesman. How many, How many of you out there? The older bluesman. bluesman. This one's called. Ten years after. <laughs> Ten years after. <laughs> Fuck Bo Diddley. <laughs> Bo Diddley was another guy who was always like, people always ripping me off. I came up with that beat. The best thing he ever said was, I saw him at um, one of the little Stevens garage rock things at Randall's Island. And he just goes, he played a couple songs and then he goes, some of you might be wondering why I'm sitting down while I'm playing. Well, I saw B.B. King last year, and if that motherfucker can do it, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He died soon after. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line was... Uh, so I guess he couldn't do it. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis still has the uh, the original piano that he learned on, this upright piano. and the, it's have worn, the tape. It's worn through the ivory. <laughs> it's worn through the ivory, and it's worn through the wood, and the heads wow. of the screws... Are sticking no up way. it, Holy and there's shit. blood all over it. Yeah, because he still played it. And, and, well, yeah, but that was growing up. But it's like completely worn down. And, and the interviewer was there, and he goes, "He goes, is that blood?" And he goes, "Yeah, they got that from me playing them." <laughs> you know, even when he was older, when when Jerry Lee Lewis was like, uh, you he's know, still alive, he's still there. When he was like 80 or something, he would be performing. He, he put an album he's out. Still fucking incredible. Like he, you could tell he lost a step, but Jesus Christ, he performed in like an Fye in Midtown. I saw. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw, yeah, I saw Little Richard not too long ago, and he was great. Welcome to Fi! What the fuck is FYE? Where's my piano, goddammit? It's ridiculous. Where's the check? Sons of bitches. That's my Jerry Lee Lewis impression. He's from Queens now. Hey, where's my piano, dickhead? Hey, fucko. Where's that fucking piano? Do you think that there's going to be some like white dude like 60, 70 years from now that's like, I saw the last living member of uh, Tribe Called Quest the other day. He's really, he's really hurting for some yeah, money. Right. He'll, you go to his house, he'll rap for you. Alicia Shaheed Muhammad is taking yeah. his house away. Holy shit. Some little some, kids making a documentary. Some shorty's been giving him trouble. Going around Queens trying to find these guys. They're still alive. There's like historians looking for the, for the real ingredients in gin and juice. They're like, well, what can this be? We need to find the truth. If what, you'd like to tell high what kind corn of juice? nowadays. If you'd like to teleport to Eric Sermon's house, uh, we have the link. <laughs> Mario played with the uh, Tribe Called Quest once. Played what? Poker? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell did he play? Oh, he rapped with him. It was Bullshit. Great. Yeah. He did? He played didgeridoo. <laughs> I don't buy this. A lot of people. Ah, that's nice. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. How, what do you want? You want? Rest in peace, Mario. 
interesting. Oh, what the hell? I don't know. My I have so many Mario Raps. It's ridiculous. I have it. Damn it. Sorry, Ryan. That's all right. Good, good try. <laughs> so you, then you're fired. <laughs> so you're out of sound effects guy. Uh, damn it. <laughs> they found hip hop pioneer Mario's uh, profile on Facebook and linked it to Live from the Barrage. Now they're trying to take his house. <laughs> he paved the way. Guess who's back and got the fresh rap like Dragon Style? I'm going to set you all back. Isn't Public Enemy going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year? Are they? They really are. Turn off your phones. Jerks. <laughs> Every person in this room is on their phone. What the hell? <laughs> Everybody in the audience is checking their back pocket. That's, I, I, I like to picture the audience, yeah, checking to see. Was that you? Was that me? Who was that? Okay. What were you saying? Uh, I was talking about Public Enemy going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Who's Are they going to do it? That'd be. They shouldn't do it. No? No, they should burn the fucking building down and kill everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good idea. There's no good, money in that. That's yeah. good advice. <laughs> I would have accepted that before uh, friggin' uh, Flavor Flav started going on every reality show. That <laughs> yeah, that's true. But listen, Chuck D has got to keep it real. Right? I mean, the most anti-establishment band ever. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the most establishment fucking thing in the world. He's a nice guy. Let me ask you a question, Dave. Eloquently put. <laughs> Thank you. Would you, Would you? if the mess around was inducted, yes. and I'm not being facetious, would you uh, accept the induction and go Hell to yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, Sell out. Why? <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly, you've got to accept the fact that there's nothing, there's nothing controversial about music anymore. I mean, like, what? It, there's not. I mean, what do you, what do you, what, what can you get up on stage and do that will have people horrified? You need to get, you need to start a hard on band. Somebody, a band who just performs with hard ons down there. <laughs> <laughs> like, dress completely normally, but with just trouser tents. Well, like, yeah, with like, pants on or off? On. Let's start with on. With, like, like shellacked hair. With so short hair. <laughs> it's like, let's start with on and we'll gradually make them more controversial with off pants hard I think that's called runny. Oh, Jesus! The hard-ons, lemon cookie, and the hard-ons. <laughs> Just go out there with big boners. Hey, everybody! It, we're really glad to see you. I'm you the next controversial, you know, the next controversial music will involve hard-ons. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Dave, because I've been waiting for four weeks to ask you if you get manicures and what the deal with that is. What's get... the deal with it? Oh, because Hugo asked about it. Yeah. No, but Mr. you chimed right in. You knew the exact place. Mr. Lee. Like, how oh, actually, actually, which isn't Mr. <laughs> Lee anymore. It got bought. It's now Carnation Nails. Um, no, I. W- <laughs> okay, right? <laughs> Simmer down there, John Varvato's cologne. <laughs> Take it down a notch. Stop laughing. You're like, what? what? <laughs> I am wearing John Varvato's cologne. Goddamn. Oh, no, I'm not. So I heard that Pat's toilet seat sprays John Varvato's cologne on your uh, backside it when does. you're done. Yeah. It does. Actually, I'm wearing <laughs> Chanel today. Oh, God. All right. So, so no, no, I do not make making Dave's manicure seem not, manly. I do not get manicures. I My girlfriend has been trying to get me to get a pedicure forever because my my toenails are fucking disgusting, um, which I can say because I have a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> you need a Swiss Army knife with the saw tool. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, they're bad. Like, I'm afraid if I went into a place. Like, I was like, I finally agreed. To, actually, today I agreed to go with her, provided that we go to a place that she doesn't go to and that we never have to walk past again. Mm. Like, it's that bad. Yeah. And uh, I think she's, because, you know, I, I, I get, my my toes are all fucked up. Like, I have one that's broken a bunch of times. So it's like, I my pinky toe on my right foot, 
I've slammed it into like door jams a bunch of times, and one time it was like sticking out at a ninety degree angle. I've, oh, I've done that. So like That's now bad. I I, oh, I pulled I pulled it back in, but I overcorrected. So now it like la- overlaps my other toes. Uh, oh so, like, really? My, my feet You're one just, of those guys, huh? And my feet are all like just like they're fucking dry and disgusting. Like they're nasty. There's nothing attractive about my feet at all. Right. I don't. Well, I don't think I, feet are attractive. I work to begin a with preemptive it. strike. You're talking to somebody who wears fucking work boots all day, uh-huh. every day. What, do you got a hammer toe? Uh, no, I don't, actually. <laughs> got a little hammer toe? Uh, no, I use fucking antifungal every single fucking day before I put socks on. Yeah. Anytime I take a shower, I, I put antifungal on, just as a fucking... Good practice. Yeah, I think your, so. Your travel piece must be huge. <laughs> a lot of antifungal crap. <laughs> no. All right. uh, <laughs> it was a good try, though. Right. Okay. Pat's got a whole suitcase full of product that he brings with him. Yes, I do. <laughs> a lot of antifungal I swear to God, I have a toiletries bag that I pack in my suitcase every time I, I go away. I have the same one. And then I open it up and I look in there I'm like, I don't need any of this shit. And then I take the deodorant and that's the only thing I bring. I throw the deodorant in there and that's it. And a toothbrush. Done. I don't shave when I'm on vacation. because no. I, my, my... I never shave. Go ahead. No, it shows. Um, I mean, my hair grows. Like I, I can, I have what looks like a five o'clock shadow after four days. So it's it most yeah. places. I don't go anywhere for long enough. Um, if it's a business trip, I'll shave the the morning that I'm leaving. And the hairdo hasn't shaved since senior year of high school, <laughs> and he's got nothing. <laughs> I'm not a hairy guy. That's what do good. you want from me? I, yeah, I don't mind having to shave every like four days. That doesn't bother me. I'm oh, fucking yeah. jealous. Yeah, it's on the fourth day, I was pain like, in the fucking ass. All right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we yeah, will- we'll be back with uh, Carmine Famiglietti. Uh, I think he's at the door right now. We shall see. And I'm going to go freshen up. Are you going to? You're going to go spritz. Yeah. You know spritz? Nice. Don't, don't, don't steal Gentleman's the soap. Rush. I am Spike from DRI, and this is live from the barrage.
thank you. That was Men of Kahili with uh, Grow Up. And thank before you. that, what we hear? Dave, some Model T Ford? That was Team Model Ford. Team Model Ford. With uh, Black Nanny. <laughs> Such and, an idiot. Uh, what did you play before that? Very, uh, short, very short and very angry. Oh, I Don't Need Society by the famous DRI. And uh, we're lucky enough to be here with uh, our guest. Carmine, pronounce your last name for me, please. <laughs> tonight I'll go with, uh, I'll go with uh, Famiglietti. Famiglietti. I was oh, right, Ryan. God. I've never heard it pronounced that way. I've always well, heard so Famigletti. Famigletti, but really the proper way is Famigletti. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, John oh, Floyd. Oh, look at that. I am That's what I thought, too. I've known you for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of the Ryan game tonight. <laughs> that's right. Nice. If you want to be really hardcore, it would be Familietti, but Familietti. Let's, that's ridiculous. Right, because the G is silent. Mozzarella. Oh, yeah. Who leaves? Do you got? Do you leave the... Uh, the vowel off because uh, Italians don't even do that from Italy, right? Like mozzarella. That's an American Italian. <laughs> yeah, thing, right? it, it, listen, I'll be—I'll admit it. I'm as guilty as anybody else. I say galamad and mozzarella. It's right. ridiculous. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pathetic. Managot. Yeah, no, I'm—that's I'm, me. I'm uh, that fake Italian. Is uh, the sauce the gravy? Let me tell you, <laughs> this is uh, this is a really touchy subject. I'll be honest. I call it gravy. Right. I do. Right. I do. I mean, I've got my ass kicked both ways. <laughs> it's gravy. Or, no, it's so. It's come on. Yeah, come on. Uh, uh, do I just turn into Francesca there? Listen, it's gravy <laughs> sauce. Does anybody really? I mean, please. Mike and Yonkers. That's a very good Francesca. I mean, come, on. come on, please. Uh, Mike and Yonkers. What's up, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> listen, guys. This is, listen, this is the iconic four. Okay, it's root. It's Garrig. It's mantle. It's Maggio, okay? That's then, great. Then it's the next guys after that. Those guys are iconic, okay? They're they're superhuman. Now Looks this like impression is when he's not asleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> did you see that video of him? I he did. fell asleep during Sweeney Murdy's uh, uh, wrap up thing. I I can't help it. I'm obsessed with the man. There's something wrong with me. I can't stop making fun of him. I love how he yeah. wears the headphones that won't mess up his hair. I think the show has a new character. <laughs> now, of course, uh, well, Car- Carmine's a famous uh, director, actor, filmmaker, writer, comedian, Sundance. musician. Sundance winner. <laughs> I'm famous on 33rd Avenue, at least. So, yeah. uh it's, I've, been, I've been a lucky guy. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm trying to play had, you up. I've had good people around me. You know, good, ac- yeah. good other good actors and... And Every, collaborators. Everybody so. that knows you loves you. Oh, Jesus. All 20 of them, right? <laughs> clearly don't know the truth. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Carmine uh, d- directed and acted in the... Uh, and did, you wrote Pounds, too, I right? A- or you- I actually did everything but direct. You didn't direct. Oh, that's right. Matthew uh, Bonifacio, right? Yes. Now, was it Bonifacio Bonaf- or Bonifacio? <laughs> Ryan? Or is it just Bonifacio? In the spirit we of We just the call man. him gravy. <laughs> in the spirit <laughs> I like Bonifacio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We cut off two vowels. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's heavy duty. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the spirit of the new pope, Ryan really wants to get things really right with the name, <laughs> the Italian name. You're half Italian, Ryan. My wife is from Argentina, so uh, her family's going bananas. Your wife? Wait, you're half Italian because your wife is from Argentina? No, it's got nothing to do with it. The Pope is from Argentina now. Right. No. But he's Italian. Is he? His, right, his, his, family's, from, name, his right? family's from Italy. Right, he, but there's, there's a lot of Italians in Argentina. I think he was born in Argentina. Pope's yeah, cool. the, right. the Germans went to Chile, the Italians post They move around a lot. Germans went to Argentina. Escaping also. prosecution. No, where did they they that's right. <laughs> he got shuffled around a little. You have a lot of blue you know what I'm saying? Argentinians down yeah. there. So. But anyway, how are you doing? Oh, good looking. <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing great. You know, David Wright tweaked the rib today, but other than that. Captain America. You Captain America, that's right. right. That's and, uh, right. That's right. You were uh, you're a huge Mets fan. Is that correct? 
I am something that uh, was kind of a secret when you were doing the uh, whole "How You Doing, Boys?" Yankee Yankee song, which became like a huge local hit around here. Right. I was a major. I was a Met fan in the closet for ten years. I was a closet Met fan. And you yeah. had to keep this a secret. I did. It was embarrassing. <laughs> One of your friends found you out, though, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, a few a few of my friends. They were, you know, and I mean, I have some Met fan friends who are really hardcore. I mean, we get into debates about, you know, what are the worst Mets you could think of? You know, we get into like Frank Tavares. Mackie Sasser. Like, yeah, we get really hardcore, like, let's name some bad Mets. <laughs> you know, and... Take a risk, bring in Sisk. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. One of, one of the best. Yeah. You know, he had that one good half a season, though, and that's what they kept holding on to. Right. But yeah, it all kind of happened by accident. Uh, I was doing stand-up comedy at the time, and we had done this song, The 12 Days of a Guido Christmas, which was another sort of like New York, just New York radio. No one else played it anywhere else in the country. Right. And uh, yeah, the, it, that even that song was born out of Joe and I thinking how act sucked. We're like, this act is terrible. Right. We couldn't even figure out why people laughed at it. <laughs> that, le- that led into Guido Christmas, and then we were selling our CDs at the San Gennaro Feast, and the B-side, back when there were B-sides on things... Uh, was this song, How You Doing? Uh, which is more like a Guido retrospective of the 80s. Right. right. <laughs> and a Yankee coach happened to buy it. He brings it into the locker room. Uh, they start playing it for the team. They love it. And before you know it, we're meeting the team. We're on the parade, and we got a record deal with... And this is at the height of when... What year is 98? really started coming 99. Back, right? 99. They had just won, they had won the first two... And then the next year when they were in the Subway Series, well, I, was I was conflicted. Oh, that must have been the toughest with the Subway Series. Yeah. It was terrible. The right. Timo Perez play, within that play, I cheered, booed, screamed. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I didn't know what to do on that play. It was... Because uh, you're, 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 you're cheering for the Mets, but then you're also cheering against your, your, your success... Right, the, the song, yeah, it's tough. It was exciting. I mean, we were on we were on a bunch of TV shows, and we, yeah, you know, we still were starting to make a few bucks. We were getting these great live gigs, and we were on a show with like some really huge acts. You know, completely unqualified to be there, but we just happened to have this one. You know, we were the flavor of the month in New York. What, um, what did it feel like the first time you put on a Yankee jersey? Oh. I mean. See, that's when I started to cross the line. Felt like right. a winner. Yeah, see, people, that's why people started to not forgive me. They were like, you know what, fine, you want to do the song? Okay. But once I started wearing a jersey, and once I said Purple Stadium, that's when they said, okay, you went over the oh, line there. There's a line in the song where you refer to Shea as the Purple Stadium, like uh, you're dissing us. That got me in hot water. Yeah. They said, <laughs> you could have done this and had a little more class. Didn't little, one guy like kick you out of the bar or something? He's like, you can't drink here or you can't hang out here? <laughs> that is Brian Anderson. He, he held a grudge for, he probably still does. He was not happy. Hey, you can't live life being afraid to disappoint people, right? I mean, you also said it takes a long time to get to Shea Stadium because the seven train stops at oh, three blocks. Oh, wow. he, that, well, that's true. That I thought was, that was John Rocker that said that. That was, I did say that. And then in the following year, and that I feel I feel like I'm on a uh, in Washington. You know, the, the I'm being. Congrats! Can we nominate yeah. this guy or not? Like, oh, that's right. Have a sip. Of, have a sip of water. A gentleman from Ohio yeah, yeah. has some questions. I'm, I'm mopping his brow as we speak. And, and then in 2000, for the Met Subway Series version, I have a line. I started coming up with all the mean Met lines. It's like I was angry at the Mets for not winning enough. So this was my chance to kick them. And I, I said something about Mr. Met not touching kids. 
you know, so now I'm calling wow. Mr. Meta, you know, right. closet, you know what? I mean, it got ugly. Well, yeah. you know. I, I went to the dark side, John. He could be a pedophile. <laughs> I, we don't I, know. <laughs> I Allegedly. Became, I became full-blown corporate. Because you, know, you don't want the Mets. And this is what's frustrating about being a Mets fan. Even the Mets themselves don't know who they are. You know, you walk into City Field. I want to see, you know, when I think of the Mets, I think of amazing. I think of got to believe. You know, you got to believe. You know, I want to. that's what I want to see when I walk in. Right. That energy. You know, they don't even know who they are. That's yeah. sometimes. And Mets fans just love that. It's it's the weirdest thing with the Mets. It, it, the way the whole country, see, the, the whole world sees the Mets. They don't have the worst uh, record in history. Well, they have the worst record in history in 62, of course. Yeah, it's called Meet the Mets. Uh, that record tape stinks. That was brilliant. <laughs> Some nice base licks in that. Yeah. Um, Mets There's, there's teams out there that have, that have had much worse success than the Mets. Cubs. You know, the Cubs since six, it's 1908, right? Is yeah, the Cubs are iconic. I mean, yeah, look at the Royals over the past 20 years, the Pirates iconic. over the past 20 iconic. years. From it's just something about iconic. the Mets that they just, everybody sees them as such losers. It's, it's, a, it's a matter of they never stepped, in, stepped into their own shoes. They No, they, they just, it's, it's right. and City Field kind of confirmed that. Because it's about the Dodgers and it's about the right. Giants. That's it's the not about the Mets. Right. It's not a, to the your Mariners, point. It's not about the Mets. It's, the Mariners never won the World Series. Uh-huh. Um, it's but look at but a perfect example is how many retired numbers do the Mets have? Stengel, Hodges, Shea, and Seaver. That's right. it. Yeah, that's it. Tom Seaver, by the way, has Lyme disease and he thought he had a stroke. It was on the front page of yeah, the paper today. I saw, yeah. that. I saw that. He didn't know what the hell was going on. He was forgetting things. He was falling over. Was but you, you got to think pitching though, perfect games. <laughs> the problem with the Mets too are other than Seaver. And a few other examples. Who are the marquee players of the Mets? You know, like I was reading a whole argument online about how Gary Carter shouldn't have his number retired because he only had two good years with the Mets. And that's true. If you right. really look at it, I mean, he is someone that you consider. Well, that's when they, they back, back then they forced you into into the Hall of Fame as what the Hall of Fame wanted. I think he went in as an expo, but he wanted to go in as a Met, right? He said he would he would have wanted to do both. Um, but I think, I mean, like Piazza, if he ever makes it, he's gonna. he said he wants to go in as a Met. His better years were as a Dodger. I mean, if you look, he spent more time there, and, his, and he, he played yeah. better. He, no. But his most memorable moments, I think. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, to me, the, that 9-11 home run, like that's oh, his yeah. career. He did, I, th- I think he did spend more time with the Mets, but he had a much hot, hotter start with the Dodgers. Yeah, he's got years but, with the Dodgers. He bats like 360, mm-hmm. crazy right. numbers. But, John, to get back to it. Mike it, and Yonkers, you're on the fan. <laughs> it felt, it, I have to admit, John, it, it felt great in some way, John. It was, I couldn't. It was like taking that, you know, that piece of cake you shouldn't have. You know, you yeah. just knew it was going to taste. Oh good. yeah, no, I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. You're like, you know, for Son for a couple a moments in my life, I knew I, I was going to win. I, could, I knew I was going to win. <laughs> but, hey, do you uh, want to talk about uh, quickly? Uh, I don't know if you want to say who, who were the biggest jerks on the Yankees. Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. <laughs> you went to the locker room. Are you, they are invite you, back you to in. Being a Mets fan. Of course, of course, <laughs> absolutely. Was there a point where you said, I can do this from now on, just be a Yankee fan? No, 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 no. I always knew it was uh, it was an affair. 
Right. This was a uh, this was a little. Uh, it's your trophy wife. Yeah, that's all it was. It was a dalliance, if you will. Because I, I announced last year. I wasn't year, married for love. I announced it last year that I might actually sign a one-year deal with the Yankees as a fan and just be a Yankee fan for one year. And then yeah, just see, that doesn't work for me. That's a, I, no, I, I, I could, I could do never it, do that. That's why I'm, I'm going to retire. See, here's what really happened. The I'm going to retire as a Met my whole career. The Mets didn't make me an offer. My you know my agent got involved. You know, it was, uh, <laughs> right. We tried. We actually went to the Mets first with Guido Christmas. And Piazza took out CD and he threw it across the room. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, uh, the real reason he wanted to learn and, kung and, fu. Yeah, so. yeah, the the Wilpons didn't want to spend. The and money. the runner was safe at second. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Come on, folks. <laughs> so uh, uh, so wait. Uh, so uh, give us the jerks. Petted. You're in the Yankee locker room. Everyone's hanging out, having a good time. All great guys. All down to earth. Really cool. Having some fun. Talking about everything from girls that party into this. And awesome guys. Pettit, Clemens. I mean, it was it was incredibly obvious how they wanted nothing to do with, you know, the three Goombas from Queens. Like, you know, let's get as far away. And then, of course, when all the stuff happens with them, you know, you put two and two together. You're like, right. you know, they think we were, uh, you know, narcs That's that MLB sent into yeah. the uh, locker room to right. see what those guys right. are They were busy to. jagging each other it's in the, the ass with needles in the <laughs> locker room. You know? It's strange, too, because Clemens seems so well thought out. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading something that a guy went to interview him in his house, and they said there was, throughout his whole house, there's not one book, like not even the dictionary. <laughs> really? <laughs> How does he play Scrabble? I mean, Something. That's something. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's talk about the. You want to let's talk about your movie projects a little bit. We know that you've done Pounds. This fantastic movie went to Sundance. It's been a long time getting made, trying to get it distributed and everything, and now it's out on DVD. Where can you get it on the uh, on the DVDs? Uh, there's. It's on. You can download it digitally on iTunes, on Amazon. Uh, it's on Netflix now. We right. should and, clarify and, that it's LBS. Yes, we should. LBS Pounds. Pounds. And then you could also get the DVD on the website, which is lbsthemovie.com. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much all over, and it recently played on PBS. Right, I saw that. It was yeah. on uh, Independent Lens, is that right? Or Real Real 13, or something like that. Yeah. Right. It was funny, because I was watching that, and... Uh you know, I have a song in the movie, but I saw the a great, guy. A great song, John. I thank you for including me. I saw a guy. Uh, I produced it. The guy who was there. We go after the movie is over. A guy comes on and he's. Uh, well, you know, what? I shouldn't talk about this on the air. Anyway, he works near where I work. <laughs> I'm like, I should go upstairs and, and tell that guy. Hey, I'm involved in this movie too, pal. Because it was right by my job. Anyway, uh, so if for those of my audience who doesn't know, Carmine started out uh, filming this movie. How much did you weigh? Uh, probably what I weigh now. Uh, you know, above uh, in the threes, well into the threes. Well into the threes, and how much did you lose by the end of the film? I ended up losing well over a hundred pounds. Well over a hundred. Well pounds. over a hundred pounds. I mean, you could see the movie. Uh, if you if you you know get towards the end, you're looking like Ben Affleck. You it know. was. It was a good, it was a good time. <laughs> Not for to me say dating. you don't look good now. You're a handsome uh, guy. Listen. I know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm. I wish it's the one time in your life you want to be a shell of yourself, you know what I mean? But right. it was, uh, I was, I was having a good time. The dating scene was well, and look, it's a better way to live. I was eating healthy. I was, you know, you're more productive. Right. There's all, look, you know, all kinds of reasons why it's better to be the way I was at the end of that movie. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a train wreck. I'm, I can't, I have a real, it's crazy how insane I am with it. Well, the great thing about it's the, the only movie thing is in my life I can't control. You could see uh, the movies about addiction and how you know the food addiction parallels 
it's the same thing as a drug addiction or anything else, you know. Now yeah. there there are scenes in in in, in the movie where you're eating <laughs> where mm-hmm. I mean it's it's obvious like I mean it's not even you know, it's not scripted. There is a look on your face right. when you're taking a bite out of a slice of pizza that is... <laughs> the scene... No, in- sincerely, like, right. pure ecstasy that, like, is... I mean, like, I've only seen that look on junkies and drug addicts. Right. And, you know, I mean, it really is compelling to watch. Can I ask you a question that's a, a geographical, local question? Sure. Uh, since you're from around here, what's your favorite pizza place around here? In Queen, in Right here in Queens? Yeah, in Queens. Yeah. I, I gotta go more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I gotta go more. No shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, good. And, no, all right. So fine. Let's citywide. Let's, let's go five boroughs. <laughs> uh, I got an answer for this one. We I think we've already talked about this separately. I know, but I, I just wanted to ask Carmen. And you know, it's t- it's tough, but you know, there's this place in. Um, I got my fingers crossed. No, no, no. Sounds well, like it's not one of the big ones. No. It, well, there's there's um. There's Totonos in Brooklyn, which is fantastic. There's all the big ones. There's Grimaldi's and I'm not a, I don't like. I think Grimaldi's kind of overrated. Yeah. I'm not a big Totonos Grimaldi's guy. in Brooklyn is really good. That, I like a regular slice. I really suggest that place. I got to go Defaris. I had said Defaris for <laughs> years, Defaris and it got hip, and now too. I feel like an asshole for <laughs> saying it. No, Defaris is great yeah. too. Well, you get when, when that when that old man dies, though, you know they're opening they're opening a Patsy's on. Um, I saw that on Utopia Parkway over there. Yeah, they no, probably so. just sold the name or something in the rest right. of the knows it's, yeah. it's going to go on. Sorry, He's sorry got his nephew it. running it. But dear, dear, what's interesting to your to your point, I actually I lost um about a little over 100 pounds as well. And oh, good for you. Thank yeah. you. I'm gaining I've gained a lot of I've gained probably about 40 of it back. Um he did quit smoking though, so in yeah. fairness. But um what I noticed and I don't I wonder if you got into this zone. When I was in the middle of it, I was like, I can't lose. I'm losing weight no matter what. It why this is the easiest thing ever. I grew up as a bigger right. kid. I will never, like, I'll never go back to that. This is so easy. Why didn't I do this years ago? But then, like, the converse side, like, now I'm like, how the fuck would I do that? That wasn't that easy. That shit's really hard, actually. Like, it's really, like, to get back onto that that routine, I guess. It's like, it's a tipping point either way. You know, like, I got in, I hit the tipping point when I was losing. Where then I got obsessed. I'm like, yeah, no, that wasn't eating. Then I was really. Were you got, addicted to losing weight? Absolutely. Then you go the complete other way, and it's like oh, I can't eat that. No, I can't. Right. No, the, There's you know. a scene when you're in the hotel when you're you're throwing the food back up. Did you actually do any of that in real life? We uh, the com- the wonderful combination this, this of pressure uh, for the you know yeah. people have money in the movie yeah. and they're like oh is this guy gonna lose the weight or are we gonna blow it here and, yeah. and like you know it, it could force you to do some crazy things. I never did that. I mean, when I was younger, I had lost weight when I was uh, a teenager and in my early 20s where I danced a little bit with bulimia. So I had a little experience personally. When I was losing the weight for pounds, I didn't do anything like that. I didn't have to. That's good. But I did have some experience with that when I was younger. And... um, uh, the uh, for those scenes uh, we were using uh, Robitussin. I was drinking Robitussin and milk to make me <laughs> yeah. nauseous. Uh, wow! So if you if you want, it's oh, pretty oh, gross. If you want if you want to barf quick, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm nauseous just thinking. Dave, about Dave, Dave, you're turning green now. Look at you. <laughs> the it's, magic of Hollywood. It's one of the heaviest scenes in the movie. Yeah, no pun intended. That like in the hotel where it's like dark and it's right. It's just like you know it's raw. That's like the the scene that it's like hey wait a second. You know, a lot of this movie's hilarious. A lot of this movie's real. There's some romantic element, and all of a sudden, it's like it's for me. It it took like a a dark turn, and I'm sure people, you know, the uh, people who are involved in the movie try to get you to change parts of it like that. At the end of the movie, 
if you've seen Pounds, Carmine gains some of the weight back. It's not a the you know Disney World ending to the movie. And uh, you know, I, I've heard people wanted you to change that, and you you guys stuck to your guns. Well, Sundance was a really exciting experience. It's funny because even now when I go to screenings, like next week I'm going to Kansas State. They're going to screen Pounds at, at, at Kansas State, and it's going to be exciting. You know, there'll be a lot of students there, and I just know when it starts. You know, first 15 to 20 minutes are mostly kind of lighthearted. And you could just see the look on everyone's face. Like, oh, okay, this is going to be a nice, you know, lighthearted movie. You know, yeah. funny fat guy. And then just like little by little as that movie gets on, it gets, you know, more miserable. Yeah, they're, yeah, right. they're, they're expecting fatso. <laughs> right. One of, the, exactly. one, one of the most disappointing things to you as a viewer, not that the, mo- the part of the movie is disappointing, but as like as you follow the characters is your friend who, you know, descends into this uh, heroin addiction. Yes. And he, let's not, uh, what's the actor's name? Michael. Um, His name is Michael Aronoff. And, and he lost, how much weight did he lose? He lost, He I think he lost 65 pounds. Now he went from being a fit, right. you know, uh, a fit, good looking dude to this like super skinny heroin addict guy. And so it shouldn't be overlooked that uh, that his uh, his physical, you know, sacrifice to the film. Well, is he incredible as well. He he had to starve, you know, because he yeah. not only did he lose the weight, but he loses it in a little over three months. And like John said, he didn't have it to lose. I mean, he was maybe yeah. one ninety, one ninety five to begin with, and a fit. One ninety five. You go from being overweight to feeling good and feeling right. fit. He goes from being fit to feeling horrible probably all the time. I mean, he he didn't go he in looked the right awful. direction. The this. next day when we saw him, because none of us were seeing him. You know, you know, he's really hardcore. He's into it. Method yeah. guy. Right. Right. In fact, when we got there that day to shoot, we thought that he slept there the night before. Like he was already there and. Smoking cigarettes. Half his head is shaved. Oh, yeah, yeah. He started smoking. Yeah, he was. Well, he was smoking. Yeah, he was smoking the, the the brown cigarettes. He got oh, into that cloves. for a, yeah, <laughs> yeah for a little right. while, and you know his yeah. nails were all grown out, and, and we just amazing. left him alone. You know, it's like I just he was just wandering while we're setting Do you the see shots him now? out. Oh, all the time. Michael and I have remained really good friends. He's, He's in a incredible. bunch of TV and movies, right? Tons of stuff. I, I mean, ran into him on Blue Bloods. Yeah, you name yeah. it. Blue Bloods, person of interest. He He's just a super got talented the, dude. Very. It's an, it's a great scene actor. because uh, just the, did Broadway. The yeah. both both actors at the at their peak of the transformation meet on the street. You know, and Carmine's lost all this weight, and and Michael's decimated, and they don't even really recognize each other. Yeah. It's it's pretty good stuff. And a lot of people gave me... I got some shit for that scene because they're like, how could you not help? And I said, well, it's to right. a couple of things. One, first, he did try to help him. That's why I took him up to the trailer. So, of course, he cares about it. I said, it doesn't mean he won't go back there the next day and look for him and help him. But at right. that moment, he was shell-shocked seeing his friend because that happened to me. I had a cousin who I didn't see for a long time, and I saw him on the street, and it was alarming. It right. wasn't the guy I knew, and I didn't even know how to say anything to him. But I that's think it. growing. What, what what do you do? Growing up around here, we I think uh, probably everybody in this room has has friends that really struggle with addiction and family. And you try to do everything you can, and then at some point, you know, you go through, you go up and down. At some point, at one point, you're like, "Fuck this guy," and the next day, you're like, you know. You know, it's not his fault. He's addicted, and you, you, you right. go through this whole roller coaster of emotions. And but this is, at the end of the day, there's really only so much you could do for you, somebody you unless they do it for themselves. You can't help somebody who's not willing to help themselves. Right. That's it. And that's how I always was with the weight too. Like this is nobody's fault but my own. You know what I mean? Like that was the whole. You know, I've I've always been like that. I don't blame 
society or my family or whatever. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to know, you've got to be aware of what you're putting in your body, especially this day and age with all the stuff, you know, that they have in the foods. But, you know, you, you got to make these choices, man. It's going to be the difference between you living a 50 or living an 80. So, you know? Carmen, I got I to gotta ask you. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to watch the movie yet. Do you, did you, and you alluded to this before, did you turn into a dick when you got skinny? Like, did you, did you, like, did you, I mean, I, I, cause I wrestled with that. I got really obsessed with clothing that I couldn't wear before. I could back it I got really vain. (laughs) (laughs) I got really vain. I would do things that I never did as a person in terms of like relationships or like go up to a girl and say something I would never have said before. Like, and and there was a brief period there. I'm wondering if that was like a, me just being, letting out my inner hide or if that's a, a, something that you experienced as well. well, because I had been, you know, from about 18 to 22, I was, you know, 180 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I had oh, a period were where... Were you were you a big kid? No. I was big, but not, you know, like... I was big for the 80s, See, not was, big for in the, the In the 2010s. movie where they show the home movies of you playing tennis and right. stuff, you look a lot bigger and, and right. your face looks different to me than it does now. Yeah, there I was like... That's you, right? <laughs> yeah, there it's like 25, 26. Okay. Like right around 22, that's when the gradual climb begins, right. and I max out at like 27. Right. You know, yeah. so... How old were you when you started filming the movie? 30? 28. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. 28 we start. And you're 60 now? <laughs> I just turned 40. You don't look a day over 50. It's amazing that it's 12 years since since the photography began. So when did you start writing the movie? I had my first ideas for the movie in 97. Because, yeah, right around there, I'm 24, 25, and I've been gaining for a couple of years, and it's like I felt like totally out of control. Right. And I started, you know... For those of you who want to see the movie, um, we have a signed... Signed, right? It will it's be. It's not, but we, 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 we got yeah, yeah. the guy. He's here. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's signed not. copy of uh, Pounds on DVD uh, if you're the first caller. <laughs> if you're the hundredth caller, um, <laughs> 718-577-2716. I'll ship that out to you personally myself uh, right, tomorrow. Uh, there was 99 calls, so we're just waiting for that hundredth. post office, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just skimmed through one through 99 really quick. The and- boards have been lighting up. Uh, if you want that copy, just call in and I'll uh, give it to you. You win. Nice. There you go. Don't don't. And it's don't. Re- it really is. Uh, it's it's a great movie. It re- I I can't recommend it enough. When it came on Channel Thirteen the other day, and obviously I have selfish reasons for watching it, but uh, I I can't stop watching it. It's like one of those movies that come comes on like you you know Goodfellas comes on, you can't stop watching it. You know something like that. You just can't. You well, can't turn it off. It was nice when everything was all said and done because we went through a whole rigmarole getting this thing dis- even distributed. Uh, you know, then when we got nominated for the Spirit Award, you know. Look, it didn't put any more money in our pocket, but I remember when we got that nomination, that was the, all right, we weren't crazy nomination. You know what I mean? We were right. We knew we had a good movie. We had something here right. that was worth pursuing. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> it was a great worth... waste of fucking time. Yeah, we, we didn't blow up a decade of our life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we were right. You know, it, it, it's true. It was. It felt, it was really a big relief. I remember that day just being very relieved. All right, we have a winner. Uh, he's not calling in because he didn't hear the number, but uh, whoever... Whoever's name on the chat box is John's social media guru. Um, you have won a signed copy of Pounds. Enjoy it. Uh, nice. Send your address to livefromthebarrage.com, and I will mail it out to you. Livefromthebarrage at gmail. At gmail.com. Sorry. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Carmen, what I would say about that, like, but what you're saying about that sense of what am I doing? Why am I investing so much in this? I mean, it, uh, we're, we're all musicians. Oh, it's Rick Murphy. Rick Murphy is really heavy dude. <laughs> Good job, Rick. You Way win. To go, Rick. Good yeah. to see you, man. Uh, all right. Thank you. We're all musicians, and so we record records and stuff like that, but that's something that you do 
you know, I mean, it, like we can record a record in a couple of days and it's done. And, right. you know, you, you like this is something that I mean, is a major, major investment. So you must have, I mean, takes over your life. Right. There's nothing complete. Like, I, I mean, just the closest cycle thing of emotion. And it involves hundreds of people. I mean, it's right. Just like, Even now when I see the credits, Ryan, I'm amazed at like, holy shit, look at all the people that ended up right. working and on pounds. You're right. beholden to all these I people. I worked on you it. responsibility <laughs> to like, you know, Carl you just want to finish it. Yeah. You can never I throw a party. Yeah, exactly. Those are, all the, even, those are all the people that got paid on the movie. You can never throw a party with an open bar. <laughs> people just be like, I worked on pounds, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hairdo, you worked on the movie? I worked on the movie. I was. I worked with Carol. Carol was my office partner, so I did half the work. Besides Carl. Mind, there's three people here that worked on the movie. Mike actually right. lost 100 pounds while he was editing these. <laughs> <laughs> I, I worked on the movie too. My That's ears right. were very I think heavy. it was uh, Dave. I think it he, was Riley Steele that did the. Uh, Riley mixed it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did the mix for Sundance. Yeah, right. That's right. That's no, Carol. Carol and you. And you. Riley guys, mixed Crouching Tiger, Hidden Finger. <laughs> that's no, that's true. And uh, we, I think we just sold a DVD too. Conan just said he bought it. Nice, thank you. Oh, Conan. Thanks, Conan. <laughs> that's it, Conan. Just send me the check. I haven't seen Dime One from this bullshit. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> I think Paul Graziano's on the chat box too. We should remind people to vote for Paul for City Council. Yeah, that's right. And while these 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 jerk offs are slandering his what good name, district is he? Uh, uh, district Nineteen. Who's slandering Paul Graziano? Oh, I get to this. Let me quickly. This guy. Uh, this douchebag. It's uh, he's on the. He writes. He writes for this blog, like Queens. Everybody writes writing. for a blog. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's got a Tumblr account too. I bet. I don't mention his blog. name. The guy's so full of shit. Adam Lombardi. Give me a he, picture. Apparently, of him. he went to my grammar school, and he's four foot seven. Give me um, a picture of him. I will reverse Google him and search him, and I guarantee I'll get dick pics in minutes. We'll fucking flush him right out. Just uh, uh, type in Adam Lombardi Queens or something. You have no idea how far Pat will go to get dick pics. Queens politics. <laughs> Queenspolitics.com and this guy's he, don't hate me because I have passions. Listen, he he writes this like a couple of like slander pieces against Paul, which he basically says Paul's doing everything right, but he doesn't like it. Right. And it's and does he know Paul personally? I I'm sure they've met. Paul knows everyone. Well, so but no, no, th no. this guy picked the, the the worst picture of Paul he could possibly find to like you know to besmirch his name it's like a mug shot where paul's got like long hair and, and underneath it it says like hey buddy spare some change or something so this <laughs> this guy listen li you listen to me adam lombardi i'm uh -oh. gonna kick your ass <laughs> take it down a notch really take no, it down i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, john you're gonna be on the cover of the daily news yeah. tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> thank god paul says he never met the guy anyway but he's that'd be great promo he's, he's a name dropper because you look at this website and he's like he's against tony avella he's against paul but then there's pictures of him with tony avella like hello more about me and his pictures of him with every politician because he's just you know he's a suck up so it's like your pictures with all the Mets. That's right. If you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, and if you know Paul, he's right. the most honest guy right. in Queens politics. The worst thing you can say about Paul is Paul showed up with a whole bunch of documents at my house. Right. This this guy's a shill for, for Valone, and uh, he's got no credibility in my book. Thank John, you. John, you know what scares people about guys like Paul is Paul actually does this incredibly novel thing called finishing things and yeah. getting things done. Right. And it, that's the kind of guy that scares people. I mean, he's... Paul's almost obsessed when it comes to getting something done. In fact, he is. He's single-minded. He yes, he gets something, he finishes it. Mm. I mean, the other day, and he's right. I saw all him. of the time. <laughs> well, and this is how passionate he is about the area. We were talking about. Uh, he was over the house, and and we were talking about some stuff. We were actually talking about doing a commercial for him and stuff. And and he even mentions. Uh, I was talking about uh, how a couple of the trees got knocked down from Sandy and stuff. 
And he goes, he goes into this whole thing about, well, you know, these trees, they were only designed to live 50 years, and they're bad for asthma. I mean... This yeah. guy knows. He yeah, lives, breeds, right? Queen. He knows when that project right. went into effect. Exactly. Put these trees right. in he here. knows all about the allergies because he's a big nerd. One time, my father. But he's our nerd, damn it. <laughs> my father-in-law. Uh, uh, <laughs> Your father-in-law is a pretty. A pretty long time tough ago, dude, man. We were, we were, uh, we, he was living downstairs from, and we were living upstairs on 162nd Street. And Paul rings. That's the illegal. Paul rings the doorbell. And uh, actually, it was a legal part. Paul rings the doorbell, and uh, Bobby comes upstairs. He goes, hey, John, there's some Poindexter guy at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only time you've heard Poindexter outside of The Simpsons. That's your Poindexter. I can yeah. see it now in the commercial for Paul's rivals. They're going to say, even his best friend's uncle referred to Paul as. That's right. <laughs> Listen, Paul knows the deal. I said, this might be the worst idea ever. I don't know if you want me to talk, talk about you on the radio. We just had a guy on who makes, made love to a dolphin last week. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make love? Did we cover that? I, I don't know. If, I, I said make love to him because I didn't want him to hang up. It sounded lovely. And also, we also said, like, you know, when, when you bring that up, like, oh, this guy had sex with a dolphin. People are like, what, in the blowhole? And it's like, no, in the vagina, you sick bastard. Can we play some music, John? <laughs> Isn't it tilted weird? I'm so sorry I missed last week. <laughs> no. yeah, anyway, we're it. here with we're talking with Carmine. For Big hey, Stevie's tilted weird, Any uh, new projects you're working on, Carmine? Anything you want to uh, talk about? Just doing about? some uh, writing stuff right now and trying to get something off the ground. Uh, you know, raising the money is the hard part. You know, I always have the projects ready to go, like, I'm sure everybody, even, even this room, has everything ready to you know we're ready to go it's raising the financing it's always a right we can't find any sponsors so yeah that's the name of the game we don't need them though damn it hey carmine you know anybody um, uh, <laughs> let's see to sponsor the show. Yeah, let's. I gotta. I'll, I will think about it. Yeah, hey, I mean, we're I'm, pretty professional, right? You will reach is. an audience of dozens. Yeah. So but, you, and made, then you made some. another. Film. All depends on how passionate they are. There's one dude getting a lot of free DVDs and like <laughs> <laughs> CDs and records and movies. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this show's the best. Can we talk about your other film, uh, a Mexicano? Right. Then we did right. uh, a Mexicano, which was at Tribeca. It's on Netflix. That's also on Netflix, and I think it's on Amazon. Right. Uh, this tackles the issue of uh, unemployment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's so professional. Yes, for the for the Mexicans anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just sort of about this surly, you know, Queens guy who's just lost his job and through a chain of events he ends up, you know, working on street corners alongside uh What year was this movie was. made? I'm sorry. To interrupt. We did that in summer of 06 and then it really didn't come out till 08 and it was on Cine, Cine Latino, which is a uh, you know, uh Cable network, uh, Telemundo. The, yeah, exactly. It's the uh, right. you know the independent. It's the IFC of uh, not Spanish even no to cuss. <laughs> no, I know the movie was big because I was getting my hair cut in the barber and the poster was there hanging up in there. Oh, is that Yuri? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go to man. him, of course. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're, uh, stay like, away, stay away from Misha. I know, I know. Oh, is that the big Mungo looking dude? It's just like with the with the dark eyes and he looks like he's about to kill himself. Every time I'm in there, Yuri's like, "You're gonna be the next Schwarzenegger." <laughs> oh, Carmine and I get our hair cut at this. There's like 20 Russian Jews who work in there. It's great. It's a good place. It's out on Northern Boulevard, right? Yeah, That's right, right, man. Right next to where Latrati is. Right across my, yeah, it's right across right. my house. I, I just found a new dude right over here, right near here, right near Rocktronics. The place I go to, they're all Russian Jews there, too. Oh, yeah? Oh. yeah they cornered the market. I, I got a Greek and cut hair, baby. That's I don't right. know how they make any money. I don't understand how there's 20 guys and they're all getting paid and they rent the place. And like, how do you make a profit on haircuts? I don't get it. My guy is the uh, secret. The young kid. Uh, what's his it's name? Is Alex? I think twenty bucks a head. Oh, the kid with that? the big eyebrows. 
That kid could cut it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. That kid could cut it. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I go in there with my kids, and I, I send them to the worst guys. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you send them to the worst one. You're like, no, yeah. I'm going I'm to wait for People I'll get serious him. about it. People wait for their guy. They'll oh, wait yeah. an hour and a half. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm about to start that. doing that. Do you? I'll I've, go to anybody. I've always felt really I uncomfortable use... doing that. I've always been like, the, yeah. like, when like the one woman asks you, and you're like, oh, fuck. Uh, I, don't, I don't like doing that. <laughs> there yeah. is a woman in there now, and uh, yeah, she's pretty bad. <laughs> Good place though. At least yeah. you don't get balls on your knuckles you, though. You, I mean, hey, lady, hey lady, I got two kids. You want to do yeah. both of them? <laughs> uh, well, there's also Carmen, the guy with the BMW hat. What's his name? That's Yuri. Uh, no, no, no. I think that might be who I'm referring to. Oh, oh. I'm talking about the big, huge dude who's like. He's yeah, like I don't know five. his name. Yeah, yeah. He's bald. But then, he's then there's an Asian guy. He's okay, but he takes like two hours to do whatever. Because he likes to talk, slow. right? He, he likes, likes to, to talk. talk. And I'm like, I gotta get on the train. You know, we gotta make this quick. So the yeah. guy's like filling my ticket out across the street, and he's like, Yeah, I can tell you a story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do they exactly. have like fabulous backstories? Like I in my country, I was broadcast yeah, newsman. They, they all tell you that stuff, but they're not. It's <laughs> in Latvia. Here caught you. That's it. Exactly right there. It's that they they well, all tell you that they're you Russian, know, but they never actually. Are from Russia. It's always a former Soviet country. Right. Like exactly. I am nuclear engineer. Well, well, one day I, I I asked Yuri why the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger thing, and finally the story comes out. He turns out he doesn't tell me. One of the other barbers tells me when Schwarzenegger was doing a racer over here. You remember they they yes. built that house near? I saw them blow it up. Lou. I watched them. Do, <laughs> right. I watched them blow it up. There you yeah. go. Well, Schwarzenegger <laughs> went in there for a haircut. Oh, okay. He gets a haircut, and this is this is the story I'm being told now. Whether or not it's true is another it's story. It's true. He was he was a local. He was out. Yeah. He was out and about. I saw. I him. He went to the right. bar up on Francis yeah. Lewis Boulevard. I don't know yeah, if he it's was true or this is just a story they spend to sell haircuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We cut Schwarzenegger's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm going there. And he, I, and give, he give me the Schwarzenegger, the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> we invented the raw deal look. I always point to the point to the Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the guy goes. Uh, Schwarzenegger tells Yuri at the end of the haircut, "I'm, I'm, you know, of course, I'll be back. I'm going to be back. <laughs> Why wouldn't he?" And then Yuri apparently, <laughs> you know, back. took this as I'm going to be back. Right. So then the next time I see Yuri, I said, I, "I heard the whole Schwarzenegger story," and he got all like really serious, like, "Yeah, he told me he was going to be back." And he never came back. Yuri, typical politician. Yo, it's me, Carmine. I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> that's a line from a movie, bro. <laughs> I'll be spit on the floor. Right. I'll be back. I don't know what that means. Thank you. I buy his favorite cigars for when he come back. <laughs> you want Schwarzenegger haircut? Don't come back. Nothing for you. I don't understand Get why. Out. We uh, make this... special room that just play kindergarten cop all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I th whenever I go there, like sometimes I get a a good haircut and I go I should just take a picture of myself now and bring it in for the next time I've done that and like be All like right. look you know point to me it's a great it's you a should good be point. like Tommy and just bring I, pictures of Toby Keith I, I, oh, I Keith Urbane <laughs> that's Keith Urbane it, he looks like Keith, Keith Urbane <laughs> alright so let's get back on track here uh, should we take a break and then uh, do the Ryan game yeah, sure. uh, Carmine, do you mind sticking around and playing a little Ryan oh, game with us? I got no life. I'm here, man. All right. Nice. We'll play a little trivia. And, um... Hey, hey, Carmine, you want to drive me home? Sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All our guests have to drive hairdo home. He's My favorite guests are the ones that have nothing to do and want to hang out, but don't fuck dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's me. <laughs> All right. We'll be we'll we'll take a short break, and we'll be back in, uh, after this. And we're taking yeah. a break. 
Give me some money. Okay, thank you. Uh, up yours, Dave. For what? Because uh, you're ruining the game for the rest of it's us. It's the one winning. thing I have in my life is that I win trivia at Live from huh. the Barrage. Dave, did you? <laughs> last I don't week, have that, Dave. These guys I, called your boss last week and told him to it. keep you at work so you don't play. You Dave, did you get laid? That's their ploy. I By said, the way, hey, I won I again last week. Thank I, you. I said, hey, booze. Keep Dave at work advertising for you. Right. <laughs> hey, Tell me he's got to work on Saturday. <laughs> Mike paints with a broad brush. He blames booze. See, that was that was, actually I can't get into details, but what I had to work late for last week was for a hotel group that I at least was like, well, you know what? We land this account, they're gonna have to send us somewhere. You know, they, like they're gonna have, I'm gonna have to go to like the the on a cruise. And it's a, no, it's a, like a luxury hotel a group. Disaster. And, uh, <laughs> so we land. So we land. So we land the account. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound that clip not- of Ryan saying I was in a cruise disaster. I was cruise disaster. I was dead serious. <laughs> I know. <that's- laughs> cruise disaster. <laughs> Can't even finish. I think that was go episode on, 29. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go on, Dave. So we landed the account, and I was like, oh, well, at least I could go there. And and then they're like, oh, we're going to do everything via Skype. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I get to tour your property through a fucking web camera. That's great. <laughs> Will Thank there be you. trivia that I can win at least? Glad I lost my weekend for that. Play me in, John. <laughs> you got it. It's a little Ryan. You game got your job back. Coming at you. All right, thank you. Yeah. Oh wow. Still- <laughs> About the Ryan game. It's the Ryan game. Every week, Ryan comes up with a game. <laughs> We're not sure what it's going to be. Oh, that's great, man. 
This is the song that I, that's in pounds, by the way, that I recorded. <laughs> Listen for it. Yeah. So, okay, Ryan, what do you got for us this week? Well, in the wise words of Meatloaf, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, I want to make sure okay. I got a good button here. Give, Every, me, my, give me my buzzer. I want to I check my Carmine, buzzer. test your buzzer. Yeah. All right. Oh, there we Damn go. Damn Mike? Orange is good. I'm orange. Patch You've been upgraded from pink, Mike. Oh, who's pink? There is no pink this week. Oh, there you go. Uh, I want to be right. pink. Uh, Ryan, Ryan came up with this great buzzer system, so there's no confusion of uh, who uh, buzzed in first. But I'm sure we'll all argue and fight anyway. No, right. no, 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 no. For None your entertainment. It looks like a Fisher Price thing. Did you buy that at like Radio Shack? Right. Yeah, it looks very uh, scientific. Let me. Uh, we sacrifice our friendships for your laughs, ladies and gentlemen. Is this from a children's learning series? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's in your, your old neck of the woods. Let me test my buzzer here. Big bucks. Big bucks. No whammies. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No, that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Game incorrect. Show Network, man. <laughs> he, he's been on other shows. It's a great but... show, Game Show Network. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ryan, All right. What's, what's the story? Two out of three ain't bad. Every question that I'm going to give. Sorry. That's okay. Trying to turn it down. Three answers. You only have to get two of them. Ooh, all right. All right. So if I were to ask you who the three Stooges are, you would say only have to say Mo and Larry. Larry right. Mo. Exactly. Yeah. Or Curly. That's your opinion, man. Yeah. Or Curly. <laughs> That's like- would, would Curly. Would Curly Joe count or Shemp? Well, Curly let me Joe start out with the first question then. Oh, let's kill okay. the music. Oh, come, on. come on. Based upon that, John. Pop down. What'd you say? Pot down. <laughs> Pot down the music. Pot down. It's like Dean Rispler producer speak. <laughs> you don't need a uh, octave. Uh, I'm on Pot down, man. I'm hearing too much of this in my cans. All right. <laughs> I don't like the way this is starting. Here Come on, everybody. All right, Ryan. Well, focus. Name. Name uh, besides Mo and Larry and oh, Curly. Shit. Name uh, two of the three other three Stooges. And that looks like Dave. Shemp and Curly Joe. That's right. Uh, for extra point, give us Curly Joe's last name. I know it. I'll move my buzzer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know Curly Joe's last name. Dorita. Curly Joe Dorita. Dorita. Dorita, that's right. And wow. I think he just says Dorit. <laughs> hey, Ma, what are you cooking? Some Dorit. Curly Joe Dorit. That's how Doritos started. That's right. <laughs> I want to keep score here. Who's got paper? I never bring paper to this fucking game. It's my game. I never bring paper. God damn you. I'm, you're, I'm the worst game show. You're kind of you're not that smart. You're also the I'm best. Slipping. I'm slipping. Get it. Man. All right. Need oh, a pen? Give oh, a pen to spoil them. This uh-huh. looks better when I post it on Who's the third? Own. I'm trying to think. Well, who can, uh, for an extra point, who could get the third one? Stop with your extra points. <laughs> Stymie. <laughs> Joe Dorita. The third one is Joe Besser. Uh, uh, Joe Mama Besser. Uh. I had it. Joe Mama Besser. Wait, I know it. Listen. Who is Kareem Abdul Jabbar? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Mike likes television, from what I understand. Uh, he loves uh, strange. Addictions where the I was watching this last night and the girls eating rubber shavings and and she's hungry Vaseline uh, no vapor rub I don't like that she's been eating vapor rub for twenty years sits in front of the television sticking her fingers in the vapor rub and sucking it down how much vapor rub does she go through is it it six bottles a week that's a lot for the Vicks company it's a hell of a lot. 
We should invest in Vicks if this chick's going to live. I'm going to eat so, some. Sound investment, right? Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. All right. I bet she's got the cleanest lungs in history. <laughs> I feel great. That's like, it's like smoking Newports. <laughs> I feel fantastic all the time, refreshed and clear. All right, we got we got a lot to cover. Here. I go right to the lung. All right, come enough. on, back to the game. Enough. Buzz in if you want to talk. All right, there you go. How about I shut off say? everyone's microphones except for Ryan's? All right. First and last name on Three's Company. Oh come on! All right, go ahead. Ralph Furley. Jack Tripper. Okay, you're that's wrong. two. You're wrong. It's two out of three. Okay. Shut up, everybody. Chrissy Snow. No one's talking. I didn't even ask the question yet. I so. bet with the uh, it's the buzzers. All right, so two people are out. Oh, different Sorry. question? I didn't even ask a he question. He didn't finish asking. Oh, okay. First and last name, name two out of the three blonde roommates. Mike. Chrissy Snow and Terry Aldrin. Ooh, you are so close. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? I, I don't know. Listen, I, no, listen, everybody knows Chrissy, okay? Uh, I, I don't know. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chrissy Snow, Cindy Snow, and Terry Alden. Oh, oh dude, man. Oh, I'm, no. Wow, you were so close on that. Judges? Wow. Judges. That was Survey fun. says? <laughs> Judges, no. How do you lose? Who is Kareem Slow down the carnival there, buddy. <laughs> hey, I got a bunch of new sounds. I, I can no, I'm downloading all day. I'm downloading all day. All my old man's been on my back. <laughs> Two out of three. Uh, three tenors. Go. Uh, the yellow. Who's got yellow? That's the... Uh, Luciano Pavarotti and... Pavarotti. Uh, Pavarotti and uh, Caruso. Uh, no, sorry. No good. Caruso? Daniel <laughs> Caruso. <laughs> Went to Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Pavarotti sang his last song. Well, Frank, it looks like uh, Pavarotti sang his last song. Is it Pavarotti? Yeah, yeah Pavarotti. Lost over Pavarotti. <laughs> Anybody? Any, uh, so what, what do we got? Nobody? Only, uh... Anybody want to chime in here? Nobody? Damn it. All right. Placido Domingo. Oh. Did, you, did you look it up online? No. Okay. Did you buzz in? Wow, you look, you just sounded like you had a revelation. That strange. That was a I, I just didn't know why he was in the running. Did right, he buzz okay, in? I'll give it to Mike. Wait, he didn't buzz in. Pat buzzed in. I buzzed in. Pat I didn't buzz green. in with the right answer. I, got what happened. Hold on, you, I didn't get a chance to right. give an answer. You can right. only... I All right. say Pavarotti and a nice plate of Monagot. Who's give it to Harry. Just give it to Harry. All right, now give it to Harry. Yeah, that, that wasn't worth it at all. Okay, guys. Okay. Okay. Went for too long. Okay. All right. Besides Groucho, name the other three Marx Brothers. Two out of three. Blue. That is me. Uh, uh, uh Zep Zeppo. <laughs> what? <laughs> These buzzers are just making things worse. Uh, Slimy. Zeppo and Harpo. Wait, that's me, right? It's, uh, Mike. Uh, How is it him? I'm slamming the thing while you reset. Harpo and Zeppo. Harpo, Zeppo. Ugh. Chico is the other one. Chico. Oh, Bullshit. I didn't Chico. buzz in. You did not buzz in. I beat you. You're the best around. Chico. You're the best. Thanks. Around. Because you Nothing's stole it. going to ever keep me down. Because <laughs> you stole it from me. <laughs> that, that's in the sound clip. I couldn't I, get rid I, of it. I like that. I know, I know that. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dave singing best around. All right, contestants. Hands on buzzers. Two out of three colors of the Bulgarian flag. 
Blue. That's you, Dave. Yellow and red. Incorrect. Damn it. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Green. Blue Pat. and uh, blue and red. Incorrect. Red and black. Incorrect. John. Yellow and red. Incorrect. Ah. <laughs> Mike. Golden maroon. <laughs> hey, those are that's the Monsignor Clancy's colors or something. That's King Ralph's cape. Red, white, and green. Uh, yeah, of course. Red, white, yeah. and green. If you're from Bulgaria, you know these things. I thought because you looked at him so like he was okay. so close, so I just figured I'd pick one off. Talking to Joe Beningo back after this. <laughs> I mean, come on! One eight hundred seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars listen, for kids. Listen, guys, you t- you worry about your life. Now you're wrong. You worry about your family. You're wrong, Mike. We'll, we'll take care of you. You're car. wrong. Okay, we'll take care. You of gotta give me a lot of credit. <laughs> so, my buck. <laughs> and then we got Schmoes in the PM. What you need is a guardian angel on wheels. And the New York Icelanders. And <laughs> hey, Schmooze, thanks for taking my call. That's what thanks he Thanks for making your call. He goes, uh, he's like, Schmooze goes, well, how about a little of this? And then he plays the clip. What's up, Mike? All right, here we go. The New York Icelanders have pulled out a victory this week. In the week. Nassau Mausoleum. He hated Ross Salzburg, the sweater. All right. Uh, two out of three types of triangles. Go. Isosceles. Uh, Am I in? You are in. I will. Uh, I will uh, say uh, obtuse. You're and uh, isosceles. I think you're obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's obtuse. Oh, that's true. Is right. it? Blue. That's Dave. Wait, I'm I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Obtuse is not. A Fuck. Isosceles. Congruent. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Isosceles and right. That's right. Uh, oh, son of a bitch. I, cl- I clearly gave everybody isosceles. Is one of them perfect? <laughs> isosceles is a giveaway. What's the other one? Uh, who can get the other one I for an extra point? That. I was using that all. Absolutely. Purple. Bite me. <laughs> There's no bite me triangles. Uh, I want to remember that one. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so dumb. Anybody else? Extra point. Dave? Perfect. Wrong. Wrong. Special. Special. Happy. <laughs> All right. Everyone wins. I don't want to fail. Good looking. <laughs> it's a special. Equilateral. Try. That's the. Uh, uh, try. <laughs> Equilateral. Two out of three triathlon uh, events. <laughs> We're talking triangles today here in a fan. Come on. Biking. Swimming. Right. Oh, I didn't even get What's the other one? I wasn't even ready for that one. Running. Powering through. Come on. Running. All right, here we go. Okay, listen. Next question. If we're doing the extra point thing, hey, I'm hey, buzzing no, in. Fuck it. All right. Stop. Who's doing it? Triple count crown races. Dave. Shit. Dave? Um, Preakness, Belmont Stakes. All right. That's good enough. No, no extra points on this one. Hump. <laughs> Man. <laughs> It's tough, man. It's tough. I'll do. Uh, I'll take my buddy. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best. It's gonna ever keep me down. That's uh, right. Francesca, is your buzzer working over there? Name. Oh, there it is. It's worse. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Name two out of three. Rochambeau moves. I don't know what that is. John. Rock, scissors. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Paper, of course. Being the best. 
That's what that game is called? It's so weird. Just, right. just this afternoon, I said to myself, what the fuck is Rochambeau? I've never heard. I, I heard the word the other day. What is it? Who is you, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Tell me. No, stop. That's not the answer. <laughs> That's the name of the game. Rock, scissors, paper. Rock, paper, scissors. It's called Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Get the that fuck out of yep. here. Well, that yeah. sounds like a fucking... That's what Rochambeau is. Type of take yeah, they have tournaments at the, at the like World Series of Poker. Of they do it. weird liquor that I'd fucking get Listen, in Jamaica Avenue. I almost Listen, asked I just tell you this. The, the Brian game will change your life. Rochambeau. <laughs> um, it's uh, they have a tournament at the at the World Series of Poker. They have Rochambeau tournaments because it's closely related. You look in the man's eyes and you know what he's going to throw. And boring. they have these things. Yeah. What's the next question? Right. You know what's boring? You. You're off. Wait, you throw rock paper scissors for money? Mike is off for the rest of the show, Pat. No, Congratulations. No, no. no. You're Don't the best that. around. Certainly should be. <laughs> uh, fucking throw you right out of you. It's my show, goddammit. Keep talking. Hey, it's my show, too. Why don't you smoke your fucking. I just want to win this. Can we hurry up? I want. (laughs) Dave, I don't want you to win this. Go ahead, Francesca. I'm going to get Melusas in here. Wait, I didn't know until I watched the TV show that Sweeney Murdy is Indian. Like, I was like, what is this guy? And then, like, you see him and you're like, oh. That's why they keep him behind the glass. Hey, I look. Oh, okay. I'm on. Never mind. Hello? Everybody's on. All right. Uh, elements of uh, the Freudian Who's psyche. Playing? Two out of three. Dave. Uh, oral and anal. That's right. No, wait. That's wrong. <laughs> Judges. You're wrong. You're out. Two of the three. It's not what you would do to a dolphin. Elements of the Freudian psyche. Francesca. Oh, uh, uh, me. Oedipal. No. It's Mike. Uh, f- uh, oral. Yeah, you're and- way. Yeah, way off. Sorry. Fuck off. <laughs> you're way off. You're way e- off. Ear, id. It, oh, uh, fuck. Ego and id. <laughs> Ego and id. Ego and id. <laughs> Time out. What? There's some chat box bullshit going on here. There's no fucking Listen, way you got that. Sopranos 9.9. I was looking directly well, the first at thing you said, The first thing you said was at a point. Kerry so wrote like, id and ego. And you all of a sudden, you were like, oral. I can't give, I can't give uh, it to you because the first thing you said was edible. You're right. You're right. Because he right. said anal. I When he said oral, I went to Oedipal, and then it turned down. I buzzed in. All right. Well, you can't say 17 answers. Hey, cool it, jackass. <laughs> Tone it down. Bullshit. Tone it down a notch. Uh, okay, folks. We just got the ratings in for uh, Sunday. All right. Let's see. Uh, Tiger Woods, Masters, uh, 75 degrees outside. I'm going to say 4.6. 2.8, Mikey. Yeah, that's 2.8, 4.6. Carmine, do me a favor. Do you see the... Can you re- are you looking at the chat box here? No, he's he's, he's completely playing by the Don't rules. Don't worry about it. It's not high stakes. You can look at the chat box. I'm not reading shit. No, no. Right. Totally legit. I didn't know you wanted to come in second so badly. Here, here it comes. Fuck you. <laughs> the Allied leaders of World War II. Dave, he's always got his hand Well, I have a question because it's Churchill and Chamberlain, so it could be either of those. Will and Roosevelt. Neville Chamberlain. John. Wait, what did I... England? No. I said them. Chamberlain's not one of them. Well, it could be. You know, it's, it's Tr- Churchill and or Will Chamberlain, Chamberlain. and Roosevelt. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I believe it's Truman. Truman and Truman. Uh, uh, the, the classic example. Uh, oh, look who's, this, look oh, who's this here. Is... Oh, it's that guy. Hey, cool, dude. <laughs> All right, All right well, Mario's here. We got to say hello, Churchill, Mario. Hey, Churchill, Mario. Stalin, and FDR. Of course. Churchill, Stalin, and FDR. So there you go. I thought you meant countries. Game is so fucking contentious. Okay, Mike from Orbindale's here. Gift, <laughs> gifts of the Magi. John. Oh, son of a bitch. Frankincense. Uh, myrrh. Right. <laughs> Can I go for gold? Thank you. Prime Minister of the UK until 1940. Wow. 
he's prime minister, but he. Uh, so is Churchill. Minister Pete Nice. I know. Listen, he, he took. Yes. He died in office in forty, right, and Churchill took over. Everybody vote. Put me down for a point. I get you. Got your point. Listen. <laughs> so what? No, don't put okay. Dave down. Put me down. Thank you. Dave's like, no, because I'm right. <laughs> Ryan will decide I got who's distracted. right. Distracted. It's all up to Ryan. You're judge, jury, and ex- executioner. Right. I'll give you a point. Damn it. All right, it's all up to me, I mean. Uh, the axis of evil. Go. Uh, Carmine. It's a North Korea and Iran. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the I believe the other one is Uzbekistan. <laughs> and you can Francesa see. Francesa is a big history buff. Huh, you know, listen. <laughs> Sad news today in Queens. You know, Coach. Uh, Coach Curran died. That's okay. right. right. Yeah, and Coach Gilvary free, uh, free to touch children once again. Go ahead. Oh, wait, he he's free. Yeah, uh, they uh, his investigation uh, completely cleared him. Good. Of any wrong sure I, I bet he didn't do anything wrong. Hey, you don't know. I'm I'm not saying anything. Whatever. Yeah. They had an investigation. And then, John doesn't like uh, everything. I don't so, like people who touch kids. I don't like the fact oh, that you know the guy and know. you know he didn't touch any kids. I don't know shit. Yeah. What's the next question? Listen, a dude. Listen, anybody who who takes a job as a gym teacher at a Catholic all boys high school is fucking suspect number one oh, in my book. Come on. Number Sometimes one. you just like a nice ass. Right? I mean, would you do that? Would you do that, Mike? But would you no, be like, "This is a good job for me to take"? I really love kids. House. Bullshit. You know what? They Bull- want to watch dudes shower. It's the whole Bullshit. fucking long and short of it. Let, let, John, if I was a teacher and I lived where I live, I, and somebody offered me a job at Holy Cross where this went down. I would say yes. Let's ask Mario no, if he would work in a job. It's like the, his whole life's been dedicated to to this moment. Mario, well, would you work in Holy Cross? Because they'd like boys. He does not that's like boys. That's a, that's a bigoted statement. Dude, that is crazy. What do you man? mean? You just characterize so, gold. Yes, I'm brought, painting everyone with the same brush. They all want to fuck kids. Every single person in the, in the, in the world, except no, especially Mario. Well, you're being Mike Francesa specific about gym teachers. Listen, some of them want to fuck dolphins. Mike Francesa would like to weigh in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw them all out. Throw Mike, them all out. Mike Francesa would like to weigh in. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. Listen, Hulahan's gonna think what he wants to think. Okay, listen. That's the guy is okay. He's he's, he's like a John Tortorella type, okay. Okay. Let's, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a priest or Boy Scout another. leader or a Catholic school dude because I want to hand out books. No, I want to cock. Let's take another call. Uh, Boys, uh, cock. Look, the guy's just gonna come out. Tree, your job is to isolate that okay. for <laughs> previously. It's clearly not. Let's move on with the game. Yes, I'd like to thank Tree for um, uh, making the previously on live from the broach that you heard at the beginning of the show. And if you could do that every week, that'd yeah, be really awesome. I don't want I don't want to put that kind of pressure on you, but. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no, that would be kind of really, really, really cool. Also, if you could find Conan's van. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And find Timmy. He's in a well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's all calm down. Let's remember, we're all friends here. And we That's love right. each other. Huh. We're playing the right, game. Here we go. <laughs> Isn't that right, Maggie? Scazzeri. Who are the first three starters for the Mets of the 2000 World Series? Come on. I, I knew. I, I hit the wrong Chiming ball. in. Al Lida, Rick Reed. That's right. And Very good. Uh, yeah. Who's the third one? Uh, Mike Hampton. That's right. Ah. Mike Hamtron. <laughs> well, I knew back then because I was rooting for the Yankees to beat them. So that's right. <laughs> was Mike Hamtron wearing a Yankees jersey? Was well, Mike he was working for the other team? Was Mike Hamtron wearing eyeliner? 
Well, I don't know what he was doing, but apparently he was investigating the schools in Colorado. So. <laughs> That's right. He's wearing John. That Vegas has got to be right now. Till this day, that is the biggest bullshit reason for leaving oh, a team absolutely. of all time. They had, Colorado has better schools. Get the fuck Get out the of here! Get the fuck out of here! Right. That was bullshit. <laughs> better than New York. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's some guys who are like never Mets, like Tom Glavin and Mike Hampton. Never one Mets. Of them. Uh, right. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Santana's one of them. I love that we got a no hitter finally. I agree with Santana. You. Will not be right. remembered as a Met. I agree with you, Dave. I agree. Right. With you. David Cohn, not a Met. Um, uh, I don't know about that. I don't. I don't know about a, that. I don't know about that. Or Horschizer? No, 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 definitely not. Eighty-eight. I'm kidding. I'm eighty-eight. He's no, fucking, He was on the Mets. Don't bite everybody. I know, but no. Willie Mays, not a Met. Um, oh, that one you're right about. <laughs> Anyone Duke who comes Snyder? over from the Braves, you're out. Duke Snyder. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, listen, <laughs> listen, George Foster. George Foster was. He's not a Met. Not okay. a Met. Jeff, not a Jeff Kent. Not okay. a Met. Duke okay. Snyder's got a uh, haircut. He does it all the time, right? Fucking okay. Gosh, too. Okay. It'll be interesting. To, okay. Okay. It'll, okay. It'll okay. Be, <laughs> John, is that me or does he do that a he million times? He does it all the time. Okay. You're right. Okay. You're spot okay. on. Okay. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if Reyes goes and down as a Met. I got to see my friend. You guys are going to. You got to meet my friend Craig Garrett. He he takes my Francesca impersonation and smokes it to pieces. The greatest it's thing about Francesca, it's a lot like this show. And he, he doesn't let anyone talk. Like he he had P, <laughs> he had PJ Carlisimo, the uh, coach of what is he a coach of the Nets? Now? No. Yeah. Yeah. He he took over for the Nets. Remember right. the guy that Latrell Spreewell. Uh, choked, choked yeah. when he was on Golden State, and he's he he knows more about PJ Carlissimo than him. Like, no, let me tell you about you. <laughs> Hold on a second. He keeps interrupting. All right, go ahead, Ron. Here's what PJ stands for, <laughs> and he likes doing end. Bet you didn't know your name. <laughs> and yeah, he uh, goes, listen, this is this is going to happen, and the Jets are going to get rid of Revis, <laughs> and they're going to get. <laughs> it's like his first day every day. <laughs> Okay. Maybe it's his Groundhog Day. Okay. Like maybe, maybe, maybe it is the same okay. day. Okay. 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 All right. So uh, who are the first three Yankees in the 2000 World Series to start? Uh, let's see. It's uh, David Cohn uh, and Roger Clemens. That is wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. John. Roger Clemens. Andy Pettit. Eddie Pettit is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Pettit. Eddie Pepitone. I feel that these questions are geared to Who's the third? Who's the third? Uh, the third would be... Oh, El Duque. El Duque, Duque Hernandez. Nice. I'm the best. Say what you will about Met fans. We also come up with the most original signs. I remember being oh, no. at a Subway Series game, and a guy had a sign that said, Andy likes to pet it. <laughs> <laughs> On a base hit in front of him, he got nailed at second base. Oh, jo- <laughs> John, email that to me now. Oh yeah, I got the whole thing. It's 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 six minutes long. He just flips you. Yeah. Uh, All right, <laughs> who were the first three Americans to be launched into space? It's in the, Go ahead, Francesca. It's a all John, John Glenn and uh, Buzz Aldrin. That you- is not right. I'm- Hold on. I. You buzzed in while he was in the middle of giving an answer. He, I, I, All right, I didn't know that. All right, go ahead, Pat. John Glenn and Neil Armstrong. That's not right either. Okay. Right, so we're here to see. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, John Glenn and Alan Shepard. Alan Shepard. That's right. That's good. That's right. Oh, so <laughs> You are correct. For an extra point. Can you see I am the best around. <laughs> For an extra point. Who's the third one? <laughs> Very good, Dave. Um, Buzz in. Hammy hamstring. It was the the one that died. Uh, if you watch Christy McCullough, right stuff. <laughs> Zoot suit Charlie. <laughs> you lose a point for that. <laughs> All right, nobody. 
We're not that Sorry. smart. I know it was. Oh, so, Chuck, you Chris, No, Grissom. You overestimate how it's Chris, smart Grissom, we are. Grissom, Grissom is right. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He brought all the pennies and the weird little fucking moon rocks and shit with him. <laughs> I'm going to just bring this lamp and uh, he brought that's all I need in and, space. And, and Ed, Ed Harris was a real dick to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I watched right stuff. <laughs> Did you watch uh, Rocky? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who, who was Rocky's first three opponents? Oh, go ahead, Francesca. A question. I thought uh, you were no, I, believe it's the, I believe it's the orange one. Yeah, it's you, Francesca. No, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I forgot the fucking three guys. Uh, okay. okay. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Spy- Spider Rico. Oh, damn it. That was nice. And Apollo Creed. That's right. Uh, okay. Okay. Spider Rico. He's a tomato can. Okay. Okay. What are the what are the only three cities, U.S. cities, that have hosted a Summer Olympics? Go ahead, Francesca. Uh, uh, Atlanta and Los Angeles. Damn it. What's with my buzzer's broken? Uh, okay. Wait, what was your first answer? Atlanta and Los Angeles. Okay. Remember that in Atlanta, there's some dude, uh, the, the pipe bomb went off and they just right. arrested some guy. And <laughs> yeah, right. You said like, Summer Olympics, right? Summer yeah. Olympics, right. Yeah. And uh, for an extra point, can anybody get the third one? Summer Mike? or summer or winter? Summer. No. I was going to do winter. I was going to do Lake Placid. Buzz, buzzer's what? open if anybody That's wants to chime going. in. The third, uh, uh, yeah, the winter's third all city? Salt Lake City is in winter. Lake Placid was all over my cereal growing up. That's right. Lake Placid? Ahead, That's what your mom called it? <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got news for you. I'll invite my mom down here and she will eat you alive. She would tear me. Oh, she, by the way, speaking of your mom. Like me as it is. Did you see on Facebook Pat's mom liked the link on Live from the Barrage. Get the fuck out Get of here. Get out, did she? Yeah. Your mother's on Facebook? Well, she doesn't yeah. have a picture. It says Una Walsh, uh, excuse, uh, and I, I could edit that out later. She doesn't need a picture. She needs the fucking form of sticks from the Blair Witch Project. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mom hates me. And she liked... Like the live the live feed thing. I'm if like, uh oh. If she knew I was involved, she wouldn't Uh-oh. like it. Congratulations. It's my last appearance on the radio show and probably all of yours. <laughs> She's putting a hex on us. I as would we have speak. called her six months ago. <laughs> oh, everybody all dead. Everybody lighten up. We're in big right. trouble. <laughs> Jesus, this is not a joke. It, take it down a notch, everybody. Take, everyone, take it down a notch. <laughs> the hell, man? <laughs> take it down a notch, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christmas. All right, you guys ready for another one? Yep. All okay. Right. Now I'm out. Hands on buzzers. Okay. He's never coming That's back. That's been eliminated. All right. Uh, who can name... Sticky fingers. Stop. Who can name two out of three, three musketeers? Oh, uh, Go ahead, Francesca. I have no idea. Ronaldo. <laughs> Francesca. <laughs> He's out. That's, those are the last three popes. Ronaldo Prince. I don't know. Man. Francesco Rinaldi. That's what I was Ciao. So much better than Ragu. Prince Spaghetti. Or uh, as the Italians call it, Rag. My, my wife sends me to the supermarket and she says, uh, Martini and Rossi. Buy, buy, buy spaghetti sauce. And then she goes, uh, Remember, Prego means no thank you. Don't get the Prego. <laughs> no thank you. For an extra point, can anybody tell me what day of the week is Prince Spaghetti Day? What spaghetti day? Prince Spaghetti Day. Well, I'll tell you in two languages. <laughs> Wednesday and Miercoles. That's right! <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
me haircut. <laughs> you just tied it up and you stole it. Bilingual I Francesa. Get, I get stuck after Tuesday. <laughs> the base hit in front of him. He got nailed at second base. Okay, okay, okay. This listen, is Major League listen. Baseball. <laughs> it, it's oh, where was the other Southern? What was the other Southern Olympics? Summer Olympics? Oh, it was uh, St. Louis. Uh, wow, I would never would have guessed that. Los me neither. Ange- Los hey, look, Angeles St. hosted Louis. twice. So, hey, look, St. Louis. Louis. I got a friend of ours used to pee on the side of the jetty, and uh, he would pee in an arc and say, "Hey, look, St. Louis." Hey, Go look, St. Louis. <laughs> uh, the band uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. What's their first names? Oh. John. Two out of three. Mister Emerson. Um, Dave is one. Dave's not here. Uh, really, Dave's not one of them. Nope. I don't know. Rick. Anybody else? Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> Keith and Rick. Uh, nope. Why is anybody else? Oh, what Who's to hitting you? their buzzer? You broke it, asshole. Because <laughs> he's hitting them. <coughs> Stephen Gregg. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Terry. <laughs> Harpo, Zeppo, <laughs> Francisco and Ronaldo. <laughs> All right, what is it? Can we get the answer? We got to move on with this game, for God's sake. Greg, Rick, and Carl. We are Carl. 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 Hot Carl. Carl's not a I have the sound for when no one gets it. Carl's a... (laughs) Carl's a midget monkey. All right, let's have uh, one or two more questions, and we'll move on. We'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back. I got one final question, but it's in a different form. Um, This is an elimination one. We're going to go from left left to right. Uh, I'm going to ask a question. And it's got a bunch of answers to it. Your left or my left? My left. I'm pointing to Mike. Yeah, that's me. And uh, going down the line, everybody's going to get a chance to answer the question once. And okay. if you get it wrong, you're out. But if you get it right, you can keep, you'll you get a chance. to. We'll come back to you and we'll keep going. So here's a question. It's about John's favorite category, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. First year that uh, they had inductions was 1986. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I like when he when he tries to answer calls. And he's like, "Let's go. Let's take a call." Uh, how's this thing work? Uh, Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? <laughs> Come on. Who got inducted in the first year? Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Name one inductee, artist, not as a producer, or as an engineer, or mm-hmm. early influences. None of those. The Beatles. You are out. I thought so. Carmine, watch up here. Uh, King of rock and roll, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry is right. Wow. That? The Supremes. Supremes are not correct. Sorry, you're out. Dave. Ray Charles. Ray Charles is a correct answer. And the tie continues. Wow. You and I are neck and neck, buddy. John. But you won't be here next week. uh, (laughs) A little unknown band called The Beatles. Uh, Mike said the Beatles, and it was wrong. Oh, I was at, I was getting a beer. That still makes uh, you not right. <laughs> All right. Stan, you guys are tied, neck and neck. Go ahead, Carmine. I'm going to eliminate an easy one, Elvis Presley. That's, that's right. <laughs> now good stuff, and I know a couple more. So. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, buddy Holly. Buddy Holly is correct. Okay. You screwed yourself, you bastard. Elvis from Memphis, you're on the fan. This is the tough one now because I knew Buddy Holly. Hold on, I got this. I'm gonna go with 
Why? How many are there total? So just do you? Um, there's a few more. Two, three, four, five. Oh, I'm sorry. One, two, three. Ten total. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Big Bopper. You are not uh, right. Goodbye, baby. You still have to win by a point, though. So he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but he wasn't he, he, he flew into it. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> it's odd, but I'm going to go with the Godfather of Soul, James Brown. Dave, you are the champion this week. Wow. Good, Good job, Good job Dave. Here's the, com- the complete Listen, you know, list. Whatever. You know, complete <laughs> list is. Yeah, lost, okay. Little Richard's got to be on there, too. Chuck Berry. Bo yeah. uh, Little Richard is on here. Little Richard. James Brown, Sam Cooke. Jerry Ray, Lewis. Ray Charles, Fats Dominoes, Everly Brothers, Aww. Little Richard, Buddy Holly, Elvis Presley. How about the Self-Righteous Brothers? I mean, Jerry and Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> All right. Very good, Dave. You are the winner again. Every time you're here, you win. And congratulations. Uh, thank you, Mike Francesa. You know, the, I, at times, I'm mad when you take off on, on weeks, but not at this time. This time, I'm <laughs> mad that you're here. I Dude, wish start you were, cranking I wish, the nooge. Cracking the nudes. I wish you weren't here right now, Dave, to win this competition of men. Do you know what I win? Nothing. You're well, going to win a, a absolute, hug from South. Absolutely uh, nothing. Ball game over. Yankees win. The- this is Carmine's favorite sound in the world. Uh, <laughs> did you meet Susan Waldman? <laughs> I didn't. John. Right. I met her. Hey, Red Hot, let me have that when you're done. What do you want to do? You want to take a break or you want to end the show? No, end the show. I know you. what you want to do. <laughs> What do you guys want to do? I'm not feeling great, so I would end. But, I mean, if we want to talk a little longer, I'm down with that, too. I'm we can end the show. Thank you very much, everybody. You're like the Michael Jordan of uh, Ryan game. Uh, we got 58 the, points tonight. Exactly. Nothing but net. We'll see you next week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. I'm putting tonight's tonight score oh. sheet with the DVD that we're sending out. <laughs> yeah, quickly, uh, 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 buy, buy pounds on uh, DVD. Um, it's on iTunes too, right? It's on iTunes too? It, and Netflix. Is it streaming on Netflix? Yes, it is. Ah, awesome. No one actually uses the other Netflix, right? Like, no, no I don't actually... think so anymore. Everyone uh, just does the streaming thing. At least I do. I don't know. And just out of curiosity, does it work out better for you if people just stream it on Netflix or if they buy it on iTunes? <laughs> uh, it's better if they buy it on iTunes, but the streaming's not bad either because they... Every year you get your contract re up. So either way, listen. Either way, Look, either is way. iTunes better? Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. okay, it's better. Okay, okay. But Netflix well, well, is good too. Yeah, well, in the interest of an independent artist, uh, yeah, buy it on iTunes. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of iTunes, go uh, to Live from the Barrage on iTunes and hey, give, do me a favor, rate our show. Give it a, give it a couple stars yes. there. Yeah, give us some yeah. thumbs yeah. up. Take it easy. Your thumbs up. Slumps. Hey, you, yo, I found some uh, Kareem doing some other game shows. Oh, oh really? Boy. Yeah. Oh well, we should play that. Out. We should use that to play us out. We'll, as, play, uh, we'll play out. What does that yeah. mean? But before that, uh, of course, like us on Facebook. We're on Stitcher Radio. Uh, I'm gonna send us some T-shirts. Uh, what else? That's it. Uh, the Mighty High Record. Go bid on that for uh, Sloan Kettering Memorial. What else? Go uh, give uh, money to uh, T Model Ford and Mexicano and to uh, Mexicano. Mighty High. 
That's right. Uh, the Paul Graziano, 2013. James Rocket uh, at Spike Hill Monday the 18th and at Hank Saloon 4-9. Go see the Mighty High at Hank Saloon on 420, coincidentally enough. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hey, congratulations to Rick Murphy on winning the uh, yes. signed copy of Pounds Rick's as out. well as the scorecard from tonight's Ryan game. Rick Murphy, <laughs> big winner this evening on the show. You won yourself That's a right. I thought I thought copy. we were going to make it a whole night without Which, that. Uh, Vote for Paul Paul Graziano, go to www.paulgraziano.com and let's um, all sign that uh, cheat button. Yeah, I'm gonna start a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a movie called Pounds, but it's gonna all be about, b- about elaborate handshakes. <laughs> Everybody's mad. <laughs> it has to be spelled fist, with a P. Fist pounds. And uh, Rick Murphy, please send me your email. I mean your your shipping address, and I will send you your signed copy of Pounds, the movie. Um, written and acted in <laughs> by Carmine Famiglietti. Thank you, Carmine. Thank you, Thank you, Carmine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot for coming. And he does a great Mike Francesa. That's right. And we'll listen to Mike's. Uh, Mike found some. Uh, if, if For those of you who don't know, Kareem answered himself as the wrong question on Jeopardy once, which oh, is the geez. greatest ever. Don't and uh, Mike found some up. more. So here we go. He was on other shows. He was on other shows. He was on a lot of other shows. You found the tape, right? I was going to play the one. All right. One million dollar question. We rarely see these here. Only one of the contestants has ever won 500,000 on our show. So if you're ready, let's go for the million. Which of these U.S. presidents appeared on the television series Laugh-In? Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He's won a million dollars. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! I can't believe Kareem won a million dollars. <laughs> it's won a million dollars. Let's see if I can end this crowd. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Before I say anything else, I want to say the last thing.